you had a fabulous weekend. We're so glad you're starting your holiday off with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That's Skip Bayless, and I don't know, I think that shit is sharp. What a mask. How about them cowboys? Skip versus Skip. Will the real Skip Bayless please stand up? I'm going to win today, buddy. You feel good? How close is it? Did, did, did my guy do a good job, honestly? What guy? This guy. I have no idea what that is. You know what it is. It's you. It looks just like you. Huh. I, I didn't get the costume memo today. So. It's Halloween! Oh, it's Halloween. You you just, yeah, I guess you didn't pass that candy either, did you? I, I, I don't do that. What? I don't do Halloween. Why not? Who, who is, that's supposed to be me? That's supposed, this is you. Uh, I, I'm not seeing me. <laughs> yes, I guarantee you. Check your timeline. It, but, uh, when you go to the break and yeah. ask how real it is. I don't ever look at my timeline after break. <laughs> how you doing? All anybody really cares about today is not some silly mask. It's how about them cowboys? Now we can start the show. The Bears? Thank you. You beat the Bears. <sighs> you beat the Bears. Here we go. You beat the Bears. Yep. And you proud of that? I'm proud of that because... You gave up 300 yards rushing. In NFC Championship game, here we come. <laughs> okay. Well, you better not play the Eagles or 49 here before for you, game. gentlemen. Yes. I know you were raring to go. And by the way, we do need to get to Kyrie and the latest developments yes, with him. Do. But since y'all are going down this path, let's start, Skip, with your Cowboys. <laughs> let's get the Monday started off on the right foot for you. Skip's Cowboys improving to 6-2 and two yesterday after taking down the aforementioned Bears, as Shannon said. 49-29 was your score. They certainly covered as home favorites in Dallas. Dak had 250 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. Tony Pollard stepping in as a starter for an injured Zeke. He had an impressive three-touchdown game. All right, Shannon, you first. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a threat are the Cowboys now to win the NFC and make it to the Super Bowl? I give them a 7. Um, they're really no power team. The, uh, the Eagles looked really good yesterday, uh, although they did go against a, a, an inferior team, and that's what I like to see. When you're the superior team, I like for you to pound the inferior team and leave no doubt. Don't let it come down to a field goal late in the ball game. Don't let it come down to a fourth down stop, and you hold on to victory. You're the better team, and you dominate. Uh, the Cowboys were, were sensational yesterday, Skip. Uh, Dak was really good. He made the one mistake right before half, let the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Bears get a, t a cheap field goal right before the game. The Bears came out and, and, and made it a ball game for like a second, just for a brief second. And then the Cowboys stepped on the gas again because they were the superior team and they ran away with the ball game. Dak had 284 total yards, threw the ball exceptionally well, as I said before, with minus the one mistake, three total touchdowns. Dallas scored on the first four possessions, Skip. They looked really good, had a 28-7 lead with 6.48 left in the first half. Uh, they were not very good. They were great on third down, and the Cowboys are not usually a really good team on third down. They were 28-87 on third down coming into the game, 32%. And yesterday, they connected on their first six attempts, went 9-11. Well, you go 9 of 11, you're probably going to win a lot of ball games. And you're gonna, that means you're staying on the field, and that means you're probably going to come away with a bunch of points. And what they did, scored more points than the first time they'd gone over 30 all season long, and they damn near hit half a century. So the Cowboys have to feel really good about where they are offensively. The only thing, Skip, again, 
run defense. You told me when they got the guy from the Raiders, they were going to shore that up. I couldn't tell they shored it up. Now, maybe you saw something that I didn't see yesterday. But you know the two teams that can cause them problems, what can both of them do? And now that the 49ers have C-Mac, a guy that can run it, they can run it, hand it to him, they can throw it to him, and even if he needs to, he can throw it, you're going to be tough. And guess what? They can get after your quarterback. The Philadelphia Eagles, they're one of the top five running teams in all of football. They, are. they can run it. They can get after your quarterback, and their quarterback has dynamic legs. Jimmy G is not so much, and we saw the problems that uh, Justin Fields called getting out of the pocket yesterday, Skip. But – when I, when I look at this team, I look at the Eagles at 7-0, and 6-1, Vikings. I see the Seahawks are playing very well. Geno Smith, kudos. Uh, Pete Carroll, the job that you've done, reassembling your culture, getting guys in there that want to be there, uh, no uh, agenda. The Falcons, I don't really see the Falcons. The Cowboys are 6-2, and two, Giants 6-2, and two, Niners 4-4. Four and four. The really two teams, Skip, and it looks like you're probably, you're probably going to have to go on the road because we, we talked about the, uh, uh, the schedule for the uh, – uh, the Eagles, they might not lose the next five games. Agreed. <laughs> they, might, they might be 12-0 before it's all said and done. Um, so I'm going to say the Eagles. Wait, who's the 13th game? Oh, you got Oh, oh you got you. Oh, you got go. Oh, they got y'all. They got something for y'all. The way I saw A.J. Brown mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, Jalen Hurst throwing the ball and throwing and catching yesterday, yep. y'all in for it. Y'all mm-hmm. in for it. And they can run the ball. I think, Skip, that's the thing that's concerning. You guys had to play with playing really, really well. But for some reason, you can't stop the run. Now, I don't know if it's schematically. I don't know if it's fits. I don't know if guys are not being where they're supposed to be. But you can't give up 240 yards. You give up 240 yards in a playoff game, Skip. You're going home. Mm -hmm. You're going home. So I'm going to give them a seven. I still believe the Eagles and the 49ers now with C-Mac. Y'all, you could possibly be in big trouble. And you're probably, probably going to have to take your show on the road. Because there's only one, there's only one by now, and you're probably going to be the wild card. So that means you probably have to go if you, the Eagles will be at home. That means if you play the Eagles in the second week, you're probably going to have you're going to go there. Or if you play the 49ers in the opening round, you're going to have to go there. And we know they can get after your quarterback and they can run the football. So I give you a seven. I think you're probably right now. I look at it, Skip. I think you're the third best, uh, the third best team uh, um, in the uh, in the NFC right now. Okay. My turn. I have a whole lot to say about what I saw yesterday. I'm going to get the bitter out of the way before I get to the sweet. I told you on Friday I feared the Bears because we cannot stop the run. Right. I told you that because the Bears had run for 243 on Belichick at Belichick, even on a short week, the running game will travel right to Dallas, yeah. and it traveled right down our throats for much of the day because they almost equaled what they did at Belichick, 240, 240 to 243. And I feared they would control the ball and the clock, and they did. They had the ball for 38 minutes to our 24 minutes. Well, the right? problem that you, what, you, you, what you did, what you did really well is that you got ahead of them. We got ahead, and every time we got in the red zone, we cashed. We yes. went four for four, and we went nine of 11 on third down, and that saved That'll the win your bottom, day. Bottom ball games. Biggest takeaway from yesterday, Dak Prescott played the best game I have seen him play since opening Thursday night, September 9th of last season. Not this season, but last season. All the way back all the way back to at Tampa against the GOAT when the GOAT goaded us and walked off with a 30, what was it, 31-29 field goal victory. Yep. Best game I've seen Dak play. Okay, now a little more bitter was sweet. 
Here we go again. What happened last year? Right, exactly right now to my Dallas Cowboys. What happened? We were six and one. And guess who was coming to town? Your Denver Broncos. And what happened? 30 to nothing happened after three quarters. Going into the fourth quarter, we trailed 30 to nothing. And Dak empty calorie at the end to get it back to 30 to 16. And we proceeded to lose three out of four games, and we never got it back. Well, you got to buy this week, okay, so you should I'm, be I'm good. I'm just saying, we're 6-2 and two now as opposed to 6-1 and one last year, right at this point right. in the schedule. And yet, here came Denver, and then, uh-oh, we got to go to Kansas City, and then, uh-oh, here come the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh-oh, we lost three out of four. Dak was awful. He was pathetic. He stunk down the stretch and we never got it really rolling back again and here came the 49ers and he stunk again against the 49ers so today right here right now i am calling out rain dakota prescott it is time to do what you did not do last year loved you yesterday love you man love everything about what happened yesterday because it was a tour de force of what my team can be should be maybe will be I'm going to give my team a nine on a scale of one to ten as as how I see this team's possibilities of getting to its first NFC championship game in 27 years. I cannot believe those words just came out of my mouth. 27 years since we got to an NFC championship game. But I love the makings of what we can be in an NFC that feels like it's the least this year, not the NFC East. It's it's like the the whole NFC is the least. It is begging to be won by somebody. And I know we're going to talk about this later. See you back, baby, in San Francisco. They still got Jimmy G, and I don't trust him. Did he look look good good yesterday? He had his moments, and then he had some other moments. And he always hits a lower ceiling than you you would like him to hit. Okay. Okay, I'm still not riding off Brady's bucks, but they are three and five. And I think – I think we've seen the last of Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know. Maybe they're going to bounce back. But my point is, everybody that I feared is is nobody right now. Don't they got you all out of the break? Don't yes. y'all play the Packers out we of the break? We have to go to the Packers, and they get the Lions. And Aaron said after the game last night, we just need one get-right game. I'm paraphrasing now. He said it. But we just need one game. If we can win one game, maybe the momentum will reverse. So maybe I, I would think they could beat the Lions because they get the worst defense in pro football. What happened to relax? Huh? What happened I, to relax? I don't know. Okay. But, but I, I'm I'm relaxing going up to Green Bay because I no longer fear the Packers the way I used to fear Aaron Rodgers because he used to own us. But Aaron Jones did run the ball well last night. I think now you got a guy that can run the ball and Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, although he doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers, minus Devontae, and we're going to talk about this a little later. But, Skip, you had to be impressed with the way Aaron Jones ran the ball on a Sunday night in Buffalo. I've told you a thousand times, I feel like the real MVP in Green Bay has been the other Aaron, not Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Jones. I love him. I love his heart. I love his guts. I I just love the way he scratches and claws. So he always scares me because he grew up a Cowboy fan in El Paso, and he always torments my Dallas Cowboys. Again, they ran 31 for 208. So him and Dylan, they can control the clock. Now, you let Green Bay control the clock for 38 minutes, you're going to lose. I got it. And by the way, Jonathan Hankins did play for my team yesterday. I couldn't tell. Played limited snaps. I could tell he had three solo tackles. That's a pretty good start. For 240? For 240 yards, I can't defend that. (laughs) And I told you, the Bears caught 
fire in New England, and the fire raged all the way to Jerry World. Well, I think the thing, Skip, look, they're still a young team. They make too many mistakes. They need some receivers that can make plays for the young quarterback because there are some plays there to, for, the, for the making early in the ball game, and maybe you don't fall behind 21-0 or whatever yep. you fell behind 28-7. Yep. So now, all of a sudden, you're running the ball. You're controlling the clock. You're eating up clock, but those are your possessions that you're tick, 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 right. tick, 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 tick it away. Okay, I got it. Now I'm going to explain to you why we will wreak revenge on the Philadelphia Eagles when they visit on Christmas Eve and my team gives me an early Christmas present. We will wreak revenge because we are loaded on both sides of the ball. I can't defend, can't stop the run. I don't get it because we're so athletic on defense. We're so fast. We're so quick. We got Wolf Hunter. We got Micah, obviously, who still doesn't quite have his man body yet and gets blown off the ball too much. But the point is... My defense will take the ball away, and sometimes you can save the day by taking it away yeah. when they run it down your throat. But when you least expect it, Wolf Hunter will pop one loose, and all of a sudden, Michael will pick it up. And this was the spectacular play of the game. I don't know what Justin Fields was thinking. He said, well, I never tackle anybody down the field. So you don't have to tackle him. Just touch him. He's on the ground. Him. And he hurled him. And I still think he might have brushed him with his foot across his helmet. But here's that play, and that was Wolf Hunter who made that takeaway, and that's what we do now. We are coming, coming, coming. Yep. By the way, Micah looked like a running back on this well, play. He ran, you could tell he yeah. was a running back in yeah. high school. Okay, maybe we should use him occasionally on offense. <laughs> no, you missed now, like, you get everybody fired, you get that guy hurt running the football. Speaking of running back. This was monumental yesterday. This was significant. This was a watershed day. This was a turning point because you saw and I saw what Tony Pollard does in electrifying that offense. You know and I know he renders Zeke almost like standing still. It's like Zeke has become a plow horse to the thoroughbred who is the quote-unquote backup back. Shannon, I've seen enough. I'm sorry. Going forward, even we're going to get deeper into this a little later, but, but even though Jerry said, we still go as Zeke goes, and even though McCarthy said, they're both ones. It's like a 1A and a 1A at, at running. No, 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 no. You know and I know what we saw. If we could see the three touchdown runs by Tony Pollard, it, it's just spectacular. The whole offense has different life. It has different momentum. Look, look, look at the cuts. Yeah. Look, look, He's a lot shiftier than Zeke. He's so shifty. And by the way, he doesn't mind running between the tackles. He just does it differently. He doesn't run two well, contacts. Is, Zeke is yeah. definitely not making this I, run. On this 54-yarder, I thought he was down twice in the backfield. And right. the next thing I know, look up and he's gone. Yeah. Okay. Zeke that's, is definitely not getting that okay, one. Okay, that's Tony Pollard, who runs stronger than you think he does. He's yeah. put together. Yeah. I don't know what he goes, 205-ish yeah. in that range. Yeah. But he can also catch it, and Zeke has become a non-factor. He used to be big factor. He used to be, obviously, Dak's security blanket. He doesn't even catch the ball anymore. I'm tired of trying to establish the run with Ezekiel Elliott. I've loved him, and I I still love him as a guy. But in the end, Shannon, they, they come out. Let's establish the run. Zero yards, one yard, zero yards, minus one. Two yards, minus one, zero. It's plow horse. It, you, you know and I know it looks like he's still running in Cabo Sand. Skip, I don't want you to have overreaction Monday because what Tony Pollard did was extremely impressive. But let's not overvalue the Bears because I look at, I think you're okay. looking at what you saw on Monday night and then you saw how they took apart the Patriots and then you come out here and then now all of a sudden you think they're the 85 Bears. Tony Pollard was impressive. 
but he still only had 14 carries. I think they're doing a great job. He's the explosive back. Zeke is the tough yardage, third and one, fourth and one. The ball is on the goal line. He's going to plow it into the end zone. I believe there is a space for both guys, but I don't want to get I don't want to get overexcited and says okay now there's not a place for uh, a Zeke and Tony Pollard is the guy because I don't believe Tony Pollard is going to be able to give you 20 25 carries like Zeke could now, now maybe Skip neither guy can give you 20 25 carries anymore so now maybe it's split. 30 carries, the 35 carries, one guy gets 20, the other guy gets 15, 17, something of that nature. But I still believe Zeke adds value and going to give you value. But I, I'm just not ready to, like, abandon Zeke totally as you are. My offense looks like it's in slow motion with Ezekiel Elliott running the football. We depend so mightily on play action yeah. that – the play action really works when you have a home run hitter back there that you can fake to, and the whole defense just stops cold like, oh, my God, we, we got to plan our feet. We got to get ready. Tony Pollard has the football. Well, I don't have that. I promise you, when you're rooting against my Cowboys, which you always do, when you see them hand the ball to Zeke, you're like, I'm good. Well, it all depends on what it is on third or fourth and one. Because if I know if it's third and one and they give him a crease, Zeke's going to get the first down. Now, obviously, there have been times that he's got Steinman in the backfield, but his offensive line has gotten blown up. But Zeke still runs hard. Yeah, Skip, he's not, he's not the back that he once was. And I tried to tell you that coming in, and you thought somehow he's going to give you 80, 85 yards a game this season. But I think Zeke will pay dividends. It's just that he's not the explosive player. He's not Ohio State Zeke. Well, and I, no. and I, I think that's what you want to see all of a sudden. Well, well I, I just want to see half of the Ohio no, State. No, no, no. And no, I, no, I no. don't even see half. Maybe you can argue if we do get leads, he can be a closer because he can just hammer somebody into yeah. submission by just pounding on him. Right. And I do believe he can still take his pound of flesh. But, Shannon, in the end, we, we just go nowhere. We, we just sort of plod along, and we lose our electricity without Tony Pollard. Right. And I think I told you Friday, I wanted to see him touch it 20 times, and he touched it 15 times, and he caught another ball and went with it for a little bit. So he, he, he is still a dangerous receiver because he played receiver at Memphis State. I think the thing, is, Skip, is that when we talk about the teams that could possibly you possibly meet and what it's going to take you to beat to get to the NFC Championship game and possibly the Super Bowl, they have receivers. You Brendan Ayuk, Debo Samuel didn't play yesterday, and they took apart the Rams here in SoFi, as they call it, uh, uh, San Francisco South. It is. I mean, you looked at that stadium, Skip, you can't tell me. And I was there in the championship game last year. The 49ers have more fans in Southern California than the Rams do. I, do. I got it. Also. And by the way, that's eight straight times they've lost to San Francisco in the regular season. Except Go ahead. that one game would it, would it yep. matter. Yep. The Eagles. The Eagles. A.J. and Devontae. They have guys that can make plays. Even if you look at Minnesota, they can run the ball with Cook uh, uh, and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. They have they have pieces. They do. So this is not a Chicago team that you're going to see. And I think their defenses are better than Chicago. Chicago, I mean, I don't know what the, the monsters of the midway. I mean, the, the one thing we used to get all you could always say the Bears had a defense. Skip Bears had no defense. Well, they, they got some defensive players. They got Roquan Smith. Yeah, but he right? owned one. And so okay. if you get him blocked up, then what? All right. Now, you mentioned all that firepower we're going to have to deal with down the road. Yeah. I saw our firepower reemerge yesterday because for once, finally, I saw some connection. I saw some, some soulmate-ness redeveloped between my quarterback 
and number 88. I, I'll, all of a sudden, I, I actually saw a wavelength between Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb that I have not seen before because we talked and talked about it. They seem to have no connection. And all of a sudden, Dak was rising up and throwing it in 88's direction the way Aaron used to throw it in Devontae's direction, yeah. <clears throat> where you just say, I, I don't care what the coverage is. I'm throwing it to 88. And it started to look like a top five duo to me because it can be a top five duo. But here's the thing. What does Philly possess? Mm-hmm. Secondary, back in, and they can get to the quarterback. The, the 49ers, they can get to your quarterback, and Jimmy Ward, eventually he's going to get that drumstick. Look, I got a broken hand or something because he seems like he's playing with a club. They can, they're better a defensive unit than the Chicago Bears. I believe they're a better offensive unit than the Chicago Bears. So I don't believe you'll have you you'll have the relative ease in which you had yesterday. Yeah, they ran the ball exceptional. But Skip, when you're running the ball and you're down 28-7 and you're gonna have compiled great stats, but I don't think at one point in time you thought you were in trouble yesterday when you were playing the Bears. Oh, I did think I was in trouble at one point. By the way, the other other connection that reemerged was Dak to his security blanket, who by the way is franchise tagged yeah. by the Dallas Cowboys. Do you, do you realize Dalton Schultz was hurt for a couple of games when Cooper Rush was playing? But when I look at the numbers of Cooper Rush throwing to Dalton Schultz, he caught two balls for 18 yards playing for, for um, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Games. Uh, it's, yeah, two balls for 18 yards. He got eight targets and caught two balls. But he had a knee injury. Right? Right. I don't know what it is. So, so now he's played two games with Dak back. And he's caught 12 balls for 111 yards. And the key one, you said, I never thought I was in trouble. At one point, Justin Fields, who gets better by the snap to me, I'm loving what I'm seeing in that young man because he's throwing it better and better and better. And listen, you want to talk about effortless acceleration? He's got it. Yeah. But Skip, you know what concerns me? And I don't know if it's, it's a scheme thing or he's not reading it. But, Skip, you can't keep taking these shots to the face. D-Law hit him again in his mouth on the two-point play. You can't oh, keep – Oh, oh, yeah. He just hit, he just went deer in headlock. Yeah. But you, he said he looked up and saw cover zero and didn't know what to do, and he just froze. What the hell you mean? I don't know. It's Skip. a two-point try. What do you mean you saw okay. cover zero and you don't know what to do? Okay. okay, I got it. But let's go to that flashpoint moment because they had just cut it to 28-23, and there's like uh, 9.47 yes. left in the third quarter. It's 28-23, to 23 and they should have just ta- – why would you go for – to I don't get it. I don't get it. it. I know the book says no. What's the circumstance say? It's, it's a momentum just, just killer. Keep your momentum. It, it kills just keep the point and make it twenty-eight to twenty-four. And they go for two, and he just freezes cold. You know, like right. I'm frozen. And D. Law just smashed him. Skip, you can't. He can't. didn't even make a move. And, and here's the thing, Skip. And like when it's cover zero, and what this, and this is what you should do. Yep. Guys that are mobile, I'm gonna need you to make a decision quick. Okay, I'm so not going to let you run around, Skip. I'm okay. not going to let you run around here and run over there, and then all of a sudden you pump fake, pump fake, and find somebody. I want you to make a decision right now. Okay. How fast can you process this information? Because if you don't, I'm going to hit you in your mouth. Okay, because they, they went press man across yes. the board. They had people in everybody's face, just, yes. just face to face. Yes. And you got to do something. And what you have to do is you got to make him miss first. Right. You, you can make him miss. He froze, Skip. Yeah, come on. He froze. Okay. I, I got it. Okay, so now it looked like we were about to freeze because all of a sudden we face third and nine at our 26 well help me out here if you don't convert this you're gonna have to punt it to them and they're gonna get reasonable field yeah. position and Justin Fields is feeling pretty good about yeah. himself albeit after the two-point two point. try but, but the point is if we could see this third and nine play this is the throw and play of the day for my Dallas Cowboys thank you Dak Prescott 
drops straight back, and he throws it over the zone to guess who? And, and I don't, I don't know what made uh, Roquan settle. I, I, I don't know. Just I don't know. Keep dropping. Because he, he just dropped it right into yes. the middle because he trusts eighty-six. He just trusts him. He just believes he's going to be where he's supposed to be. And I'm just going to throw a little bit of a drop it down the bucket shot because it's it, it's not a gunshot. You know, no, he didn't yeah. dr- you drill supposed to, it. You're supposed to blow the tight end up yeah. and throw the ball that high okay. down the middle of the All field. Right. Okay, he just dropped it right in the bucket. Yeah. And, and I looked up and I said, you're kidding. And from where Dak was looking, it probably didn't look that open because there, there's orange everywhere, right? right? Dropping, dropping, dropping. And he drops it right down the bucket, right to Dalton Schultz. And it saved the game because then they just go right on down the field. And Tony Pollard hits the seven-yarder for the touchdown. And all of a sudden, you can breathe easier because you, you're starting to pull away at 35 to 23. Yeah. But I look, Skip, you won. And you should be very pleased. They're very hard to come by. Wins are not easy to come by in the National Football League. But it wasn't like you beat a top-notch team. Give you credit. You were the superior team. You superior team. You played an inferior team. You pound them. You looked it really good. You won by 20. By 20. I thought you'd win by at least 14. And you talk about you told me I was crazy. Because when I look at them, see, Skip, you got to look at the Bears in their totality. You just can't look at one game. They played really great against uh, uh, the Patriots mm-hmm. on Monday night. Yeah, but I've seen some other games where they didn't look too hot. Okay. So that was the highest scoring game in the National Football League this whole season. Yeah, scoring has been right? down. Okay. Is that good news or bad news for my team? Because you can argue it either way. Because, it's a blessing to curse because you've got 49. Uh, wait a second. And they got 29, right? Is that but, what they got? Yeah, got 29. 29. But it was, it was the running. Because, Skip, you say, you know what? We go into the game and say, you know what? The Bears can't do anything if they can't run the football. We're not worried about their receivers. They don't really have big name receivers, and they don't. Sometimes I wonder if they understand that in the job description, like you're a receiver, you're supposed to catch the ball. Yeah. And I'm not talking about ones that just hit you. You got sometimes as a receiver, you got to make tough contested catches. I agree. And I'm not so sure that they they do that nearly enough for their young quarterback. He needs to do a better job of of, of, of getting the ball out of his hands and giving guys a chance. I and agree. when he did, they didn't make the play, Skip. But I, you should be concerned. Happy you won, but there's some pause like, damn, we gave up a we, – we, was, we, we were bad running the football, and we made additions to, 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 to try to stop the run. Yeah. And they okay. go get 240. Last quick point. Speaking of running, Coach Jerry mandated <laughs> last week that Dak will run with the football. And how did we score our first touchdown? He ran with the football, right. and it, it was kind of a sight for sore eyes. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm right. not disappointed, Skip, down there. Right. I'm, I'm going to put some emphasis on that. He had another – I've never seen a quarterback do a quarterback sneak. sneak and get three. And get, and get 40, uh, get 30, uh, 25, okay. 30 yards. But what happened at the end of that place, which is why CD said, I'm not a fan of him running. Hey, you see, he, he got his left hand stepped on, which is – Vintage Dak. Right. It's always something. It's almost like Anthony Davis. It's just always something with him, and maybe you should protect him a little bit. How about this? You already gotten the first down. How about bloop, your head on out of bounds? Got stepped Remember, on. Remember, how, how did he get hurt, Skip, against yep. the Giants? He tried to step off somebody. He gets yanked down from the front. Bruh, you've already just got 20 go. yards. Just go and get on the out of bounds. Agreed. Finally, we agree. Because you know y'all season over. If, if, <laughs> no, it would, might just be starting. What? what? Okay. 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 Yeah. Agreement. So, Cooper That's Rook, the perfect question. note have to you wrap ever seen this Cooper on, Rook guys. Good no, no more look yesterday? Yes, I have against Cincinnati. Go ahead. You, need to, you ought to be Let's ashamed of yourself. Let's just end with y'all agreeing. <laughs> be ashamed of yourself. And I'll say yeah. this. No. The NFC East is certainly shaping up to be much more competitive than most people thought. That's All right. Sad. Still to come. Shannon, your Lakers, they finally got a W. Finally. Which player contributed the More most to, come, to it? Plus, your Pelicans are worthy. Uh, 
Woo! I'm ready, Shannon. I'll put dew on it. I'm in. We're also going to talk a little bit about Kyrie, gentlemen. There are some more developments it. in this yeah. saga. That's all coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Kyrie Irving says he is not going to stand down and doesn't believe he's done anything wrong in promoting an anti-Semitic film on his social media accounts. This, despite Nets owner Sho Sai and the NBA both releasing statements condemning Irving's decision. Shannon, what's your reaction to Kyrie's comments? Me personally, Skip, uh, this is Kyrie. This is who he is. You know he's going to dig in now because he's caught in backlash. Uh, Nick Friedle challenged him. Joe Sy tweeted uh, tweeted at him. Wish he'd have just pulled him put him into a room and had a conversation. Uh, just because he tweets something, that doesn't mean you have to compound an issue by tweeting back at him. Just call him in. Hey, you're the owner. Just say, Kyrie, I'd like to talk to you about something that you that you are uh, that you posted. Look, Kyrie always wants you to think. He went to Duke. He wants you to think that he's a, a, a physicist and he's the smartest guy in the room and he's a conspiracy theorist. And he says, well, what if that didn't happen? I know, okay, I understand that it could have, but what if it didn't? Okay, even if it did happen, what if it didn't happen? What if someone, what if who were actually responsible for it wasn't really responsible for it? See, that's how he does. And he's like, hmm, I just want to play devil's <laughs> advocate. So, I, I, me personally, Skip, I don't listen to anything Kyrie has to say. I think he's a phenomenal basketball player, but he just he just says a whole lot of stuff. That, and there are enough of his followers because he has a large enough plat- platform. They're going to say, Kyrie, you right. You right. And the more people that all he needs is one person to tell him that he's right other than himself. And he's going to keep it going. And so, for me, th- this is, you know, I got no problem with freedom of speech. Freedom of speech in America does not mean you're free of consequences in America. So you can say whatever you want. You can spew whatever you want. But when the backlash and the consequences come, don't come, oh, cry me, Kanye. Oh, now all of a sudden, you're like, oh, they got a knee on my neck, and it reminds me I was like Emmett Till and yada yada. I don't want to hear that. 
Because when you were saying what you were saying, it was without repercussion. I'm free. I'm this. I'm that. And then somebody had to remind him, you look a lot like Shannon Sharp. Mm. Remember what OJ said? OJ, I ain't black. I'm OJ. Kanye started to believe that too. Yep. I ain't black. I'm Kanye. Mm. And then he got reminded, oh, yeah, you are. But mm. Kyrie, I, I, I just, I, I don't know what his end game is. He's always trying to like, I just, I'm a free thinker. Yeah, nah. That was not free thoughts, Kanye. You reposted something. Now you say when Nick Fredale says, "Look, I don't. I understand what uh, uh, Alex Jones did. He made a fam- he made families relive a very tragic and horrifying moments in their life. He's a conspiracy theorist. I just like what he said ten years ago. So you you already said what the guy is, and now he's a proven liar. But it's that one thing that you that you like. You know what? It's that morsel over there. Now I get what he said right here. It's not true." Okay, is he a member of these secret societies? Is Alex Jones a member of these secret societies that he can attest to? Is Kyrie Irving a member of these secret societies that he says exist? Just throwing stuff out there, Skip. It, it, it's just sad that, that, that this is what he's become. But Kyrie, I don't even know if you know who Craig Hodges is. But you better be careful. If you don't know who he is, might need to reach out to him and have a conversation. And I'm going to leave it at that. Well, because... Remember what happened to Craig Hodges? The three-point contest guy? Yes, I do. And, and he had, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. I got you. All right. I'm with you. I believe in free speech. If Kyrie Irving wants to quit basketball and go home and become a crusader for whatever cause that he wants to crusade for on social media, I am all for him. I say, go, Kyrie, go. But... Unfortunately for him right now, he makes $37 million to represent a very big business known as the Brooklyn Nets, who play for a much bigger business called the National Basketball Association. That is correct. Both of which are heavily reliant on ad revenue from sponsors who sell products (laughs) bought by people who are going to be Jewish or Christian or Islam, all of whom just got offended, I'm assuming, by Kyrie Irving. Okay, I'm going to try to tiptoe through this just to drive home for those who don't know what Kyrie did to try to explain it. Okay, so by posting a link to a movie based on a book, movie came out in 2018, book 2015, it appeared strongly that Kyrie was endorsing and promoting said movie and book. Right. And the movie is based on the book that Rolling Stone calls venomously anti-Semitic. Okay. Venomously. And cites, Rolling Stone does, statements within the movie that, quote, many famous high-ranking Jews have admitted to worshiping Satan or Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where we start. And another description of the film on Amazon that Kyrie linked to says that the movie uncovers the true identity of the children of Israel by proving the true ethnicity of Abraham, Jacob, many others. Find out what Islam, Judaism, and Christianity have covered up for centuries in regards to the true biblical identity of the so-called Negro in this movie packed with tons of research. Okay, he's he's free again to believe all of the above. Right. Maybe there's some truth in that, but but I don't know of it. Right. I, I'm just saying I, I'm 
I didn't see the movie, and I haven't okay. read the book. Okay, I got you. Ne- neither have I. I'm just I'm reciting what and I'm probably reading. Probably Kyrie here. hasn't either. But okay, go. You ahead. know what? You're probably right about that. But the problem is, this is going to offend so many people, especially the Jewish people, at the the worst time because Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, yesterday sponsored an ad that ran in NFL games. Stand up to Jewish hate. Probably ignited to some extent by Kanye. Now, Kyrie didn't go completely Kanye as in speaking out against Jewish people. Right. It didn't come straight from Kyrie's mouth. Right. But I had to wonder, was, was Kyrie standing up, backing up Kanye? Was there something operating under the surface here? I don't know, but I, I just throw it out. I, I don't know. So it, for Kyrie, once again, it's worst. It's not just wrong place, wrong time. It's worst place, worst time. And obviously his owner condemned him by by tweeting. I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. That's from your owner. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned ESPN's Nick Friedle went at it back and forth in the media session after the debacle of a loss that they had at home to Indiana. And by the way, they have to play Indiana again at home tonight. That's going to be fascinating to see how that unfolds. But they're going back and forth. And I, I just wanted Nick to say, well, wait, wait a second, your, your owner condemned it. That, that's right. all you need to know, your owner. Right. And then obviously the league followed suit because they, they can't have this. And yet, if I can cut through this, in, in Kyrie's mind, he is trying to uphold African-American history right. at the expense of Jews and Christians. Right. Islam, you know, you, you can you can go right. on and on. It's at the expense of, of everything else. Well, I, I don't look like I said, I don't really it, Kyrie aside. I don't believe Skip. I believe you can be pro black without being anti this. You don't have to be a Semite and you don't have to be anti white. You, you don't have because sometimes I think the thing is, is that if I promote this, that means I hate that. And I don't want people to think that. But Kyrie Irving is the wrong messenger. If somebody else wants to deliver this message and can deliver it in a, in a nice box to get people to understand and to sit down at a con- and sit mm-hmm. down at the table and we can have an honest conversation about what happened I got and about it. what is what, what is it. what is okay, I'm fine. Ky- Kyrie Irving is just not the guy I want to hear from. I, I hear you. So my bottom line takeaway, if I can go all the way to the end of this, whether Kyrie understands it or not. He is condemning the Bible on two fronts. He's condemning the Jews for the Old Testament and the Christians for the New Testament. Whether he likes it or not, he's endorsing, promoting that kind of condemnation of the full Old Testament, New Testament Bible. Does he really want that? Is is that where he was heading? Or does he want to look like he's the smartest guy in the room when he really has no idea what he just plunged into? No, he doesn't. He doesn't have any idea. I mean, I get it. Um, but this is Kim. What are the next thing they thought they were getting? The guy took time off and didn't tell you he was going. The guy said at the time you hired the head coach, say we don't need a head coach. He's just one thing after another. So when do they think it's going to stop? He's know. not. That's a great question. It got so bad that his best friend in the world said, I can't take him anymore. Kevin Durant said during the offseason, it was the story of the NBA offseason. Yes. I want out. Yes. Unfortunately, he had just signed a contract that hadn't even started yet for four more years and said, Joe Sy. And the owner said, you, you, you said, stay you, in. You shall stay. 
And there was a little bit of forgive and forget, and, and I'm sure they tried to clear the air, and let's, let's try to run this thing back right. because maybe Ben Simmons will help. So far, not so good. Right. But the point is that you, you can just see it in their body language. They didn't show up against a bad Indiana team the other night and got embarrassed. And as Steve Nash said, it was a disaster. Right. So we're only, what, six games into the season, right. and Nash is saying this is a disaster. And, and they're already having a team-only meeting with just them and the head coach. Yep. And so for, for me, Skip, and this is what Kevin Durant was talking about, there's so much drama going on that's not basketball-related. What Kyrie Irving has got himself into has nothing to do with basketball. Wow. We're not, now we're not even talking about how poorly you're playing as a team because he and KD are playing extremely well as individuals. As individuals, exactly. In fact, I, as an individual, I'm not sure Kyrie, Kyrie has play- ever been any better. No. Seriously. No. Because every night I look, it's 35, 37. 37 39, right? yeah. Okay. And he's getting four blocks, three steals. He is. He's, he's been as good as an engaged, as a total basketball player. Yeah. But right now. And as, what's the record? One, one in five. One in five. So as we're talking about, Skip, this has nothing to do. Kevin Durant says, I want to be about hoop. I don't like distractions. I don't like, I just want to hoop. Well, Kevin, what you got yourself in, and he didn't get himself into it. I don't think he thought Kyrie Irving would go this far. He probably knew Kyrie was a little quirky, you know, had some little mannerisms. But, man, he's full-fledged, blown conspiracy theorist now. And it's impacting his team. Boy, is it. And yet, what were his lines after the game? He he said, uh, I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm, I'm only going to get stronger because I am not alone. I have a whole army around me. And, and then talking about dehuman, bruh, who's trying to dehumanize you? By asking, by asking you, what did you mean? Why did you tweet that? Do you understand what this book, what this movie represents? That's not dehumanizing you. No. I tell you, I tell you some people there, you, probably your great, great grandfather and grandmother was dehumanized. Yep, that's you want to you, you go back to start at 16, 19 and come forward to about I 300 years. That's the dehumanization of black people, Kyrie. Bingo. I think you just yep. throw it out. Don't dehumanize. Bro, ain't nobody trying to stop it. Mm. <sighs> the Nets, because of all the above, are a disaster. <sighs> How did they get out from under it, though, Skip? Well, they don't <laughs> until next year. Because they thought about it, and then they're like, you know what? If we bring both of these guys back, they're still extremely talented. We have a chance. It's gotten worse. Mm. He's gotten worse. He feels emboldened now, Skip. Ain't no, turning, ain't no turning back. Yeah, it'd be very interesting if the NBA is going to discipline him in right. any way, shape, or form. Is there a fine? Is there a suspension? even a short suspension, game or two games? I don't know if the union's going to sign off uh, on I that. I don't either. Three and four Pacers come calling to the one and five Nets this evening, gentlemen. All right, let's move on, Shannon, to your Lakers, because finally they found a way to win. Yesterday they beat the Nuggets at home, 121-110. LeBron with 26 points and six rebounds. Russell Westbrook came off the bench, by the way, guys. He contributed 18 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists, flirting with that triple-double. Shannon, who deserves more credit for this Lakers win? LeBron or Russell Westbrook? Darvin Ham. Because, Skip, for him to be able to keep this team together, there were some expectations. Now, I don't know if people thought they would contend, but I don't think anybody thought they would be 0-5 five games into the season. And for him to say, you know what, Russ, we need you to come off the bench. Guy, he, start, he held guys accountable. For the first time last night, Skip, they looked like a basketball team. Skip, I know it's only two games. Mm. And I don't, I, and I don't, want, I don't want to start running. 
before I'm just not learning to walk. Yeah. But Russ looked better in these two games than at any point that he did in last season. Mm. Pushing the pace, doing all the little things. He's shooting, taking more smart, better shot selection. He's getting guys involved. Hustle has never been Russ's issue. We know he's going to cr- crash the backboard. But I just, I, I, just, I just love what I'm seeing. Getting open looks for teammates. Uh, when he uh, looked, Skip, when he checked back into the ball game, fans, uh, yeah, put Russ back in there. It wasn't no, oh, man. Mm. There was none of that last night. It, he's a different guy. And, yeah, he got his, what, 32, 33-minute skip. But a lot of that, when he was with the second unit, He's the guy that's primary ball handler. So he don't have to worry about LeBron taking the ball out of his hands. Yep. He don't have to worry about any of that. And he played really, really well last night. I think he might have find a, found a home in that second unit. He can still get major minutes, Skip. Mm-hmm. But, and then guess what? Late in the ball game, D. Ham put him back in the ball game. He did. And let him close. He the let show. him close. Says, hey, bro, I got confidence in you. Yep. Skip, I think Darvin Ham haven't gotten enough credit. I understand. This is not an easy job. You're coaching the Lakers, and you're coaching LeBron James. I got to get Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. Russ is Russ. That's LeBron James. Yep. One of the greatest players in NBA history. You're coaching one of the two greatest franchises in NBA history. Yep. And you're a first-time head coach. Mm. He kept it together. Skipped it not out of the wood. You got a tough Pelicans team coming in. But I like what I saw, and I like the job that he's done thus far. So Friday night, watched every dribble, lauded and applauded Darvin Ham. Glory be, I tweeted, he finally did it. It's what he tried to do in the final preseason game, and Russ just pouted on him and mm-hmm. walked right off the court and said, my hamstring's pulled. Baloney. <laughs> Your ego's pulled. <laughs> and Darvin had to reinsert him into the starting lineup for game number one at Golden State, as you remember, yep. and it started to go disaster, disaster, disaster. Friday night, he came off the bench, and somehow he warmed up on the exercise bike enough that he was ready to rock when he got into the ball game. And he still, if you remember on Friday night, he still shot six of 19, which was fairly ugly, and he still had five sadly comical turnovers on Friday night. But I did like the energy, to your point. Yes. It was detonation kind of energy when he came into the ball game. And Shannon, for the first time, I saw Russ play w- without the pressure of expectation. It's almost like he just heaved a sigh and said, what the hell? I'm just going to play. Yep. And he didn't second guess. He just let it fly. Yep. Sometimes that can be, as you know, a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it did re-energize the shock troops, and it helped them make a little run on Friday night and then last night. It it saved the game. Yeah, they went on like a eight, what, 17 3, 18 nothing runs. They were on 13 to nothing yeah. run for sure. But if we could see what happened to start the game, and I cannot explain any of this, but you you called LeBron's game, was it last Wednesday night at Denver? It was a Wednesday or Thursday, I can't remember. I yeah. think it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You just said it looked dead at it. It was one of the worst games in the regular season you'd ever seen LeBron play. He just looked completely disengaged out of right. it. I don't know why. So if we could see what happened to start the game against Denver at home last night, Here's LeBron. He misses his first little up and over. Oh, he missed some layups. And then he missed a layup. That's pretty easy, actually. That that was a shocker yeah. to me. And here's the third one. Nope. Got to hit the underside of the rim. And here's the fourth one. I got this. No, I don't yeah. got this. Four straight times. He. I don't know if you want to call them layups or just 
whatever, under the basket shots. There's shots that contested. he never missed. He just doesn't miss them because a lot of times he just goes up and dunks you in yep. the basket with the yep. basketball. So he missed those first four. And then at the end of the half, he pulled up and tried a three on the fly. A running one legged three? Yeah. And it's like oh, LeBron, and that hit nothing but backboard. Okay. So he was off to the kind of start he, he had for a full game at right. Denver. But the point was, Russ came off the bench, and with LeBron resting, for especially in the second quarter, they just went crazy. Yeah, that's what got him back in the game and got him to lead at the half. And then the uh, Nuggets make a run in the third. They script, did. And then LeBron goes to the bench, and then he takes – because LeBron, something happened. LeBron never starts the fourth quarter on the bench. He started the fourth quarter he on did. the bench. That, that's, that's very prescient <laughs> of your, on your part. So the, the point was – if you look at the final box score, this is outrageously upside down to me because this never, ever has happened. LeBron finished this basketball game a minus one and yes. plus minus. So that means that all the time he was on the floor, they lost by but one point. point. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Russ led the whole team and the, the whole game, game by being a plus 18. Yep. Wait a second. So if you do some math, I believe that when LeBron was on the bench, they were up, Russ was a plus 12. So leading the shock troops with LeBron resting, watching, they were much better than when LeBron was actually in the game. Even yep. though LeBron rallied and his numbers in the end are okay, he's 28, 8, and 6. Right. But, but Russ is 18, 8, and 8. In, he, he winds up playing starter minutes. I think Darvin promised him, just come off the bench. I'll get you your minutes. Right. Because 32 minutes is fine. It's, yeah. it's, he's playing right there with the starters, yep. right? Yep, because LeBron played 35. AD had 37. Uh, Lonnie Walker had 35. So, he, like you said, he, even though he's not starting, he's playing starter minutes. Skip, and when you, and when you look at uh, uh, what they did, they had five players in double figures. Finally, they didn't get out rebounded. They outscored the Nuggets in the paint and on second chance points. Mm -hmm. The bench scoring, they won by 19. Yep. The three point shots kept all of a sudden. They're not shooting the 20s. They shot low 40s. 43 percent. That are you kidding. And and all of a sudden. If you notice, the three-point shots are coming down, Skip. They're not shooting no. 45. Why are you shooting 45? When you, can, you should shoot five. The way y'all shoot them, you shouldn't shoot more than 10. That way, at worst-case scenario, you'd be 0 for 10 and you'd be done with it. But when you shoot five for 40, Skip, you're not going to win very many games shooting five for 40 from the three. And yet, Russell Westbrook sat there and sized up two threes. He, he was able to size them up because they don't even defend it. They just, yeah. They're like, really? I dare you. Go ahead. I dare you to shoot. So, so he kind of sized it up and thought about it, and he made two out of four threes. Yeah. Well, that's sensational. Yes. If he can just make a couple, at least it makes him honor it a little bit. Skip, the Lakers, since Russ came up, since Russ has started coming off the bench, he's plus 18 when they're on the floor. He's minus 16 when he's off the floor. So you see he's having an impact. And, Skip, you look at something. You look at uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn. He only played three minutes. You look at these other guys, Skip, uh, 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 Damon Jones. He only played two minutes. Yep. They're like, you know what? Let me get uh, Gabriel. There were games he didn't even get in the game. Yep. They said, hey, we, we, got ten, we got nine minutes for you. Mm. Matt Ryan hit two big threes. And, and I told you, Darvin Ham raved about him all preseason. Yeah. I was like, Matt Ryan, he played a year at Vanderbilt, wound up at UT Chattanooga. Right. I'm saying, he's your savior? Yeah. Well, he could stroke it. Yeah. And they were seeing that in practice. Even Lonnie, even Lonnie Walker came to the party. He hit three or five last night. Skip, look, this is, this is the way they're going to have to play 
Russ is going to have to get out and push tempo when that second unit's in. Because, Kim, I mean, come on, look at the second unit that he's playing with. It's not like they got somebody they can just dump the ball down to and, and go nope. get some buckets. Nope. So they're going to have to push he, he the play. He did play with AD a good bit. Yeah. Right? And they, I love, see, Skip, I love AD. AD played Yoke towards tie. Both of them basically 23 and 15. Now, he's not going to have the assist that Yoke has because they don't run the offense through AD no. like they run the offense through Yoke. So he's not going to have 8, 9, 10, 11 assists like Nikola has. But if you can match him point-wise, you can match him rebound-wise, yep. and not let him do to you what he did to you the other night, go get 31, and 15, 31 16, and 9, yep. you'll be okay. So in the end, two quick points was that the, the unsung hero of all this, the, the guts and the glue of all this, ironically, is the undrafted kid from Oklahoma. Undrafted, Austin Reeves. Reeves. He just keeps making little plays for everybody. Yeah, yeah. He can make them for LeBron. He can make them with Russ. Yeah. Russ likes to vibe off him because yeah. he makes basketball plays. Hit, big th- hit a big three last night. Big three. Uh, drove the basket, got an and one. He did. Big little plays. Skip, look. He's not ultra-talented. No. Nope. But, man, the effort that he plays with, he tries. He's going to try to defend everybody. And, and he does know how to play. He just can't actually do it. <laughs> he just doesn't have the God given him to do a lot of what he but, knows but how he to is, do. He is underrated, valuable to that team. Yes. And then, finally, I got to give LeBron props for this. Down the stretch, when it looked like Denver might make a run, they start dumping the ball into you-know-who, the MVP. Yeah. And the MVP says, okay, I got this, I got this. And LeBron took him. And LeBron bodied him. Yeah. And LeBron fought with him because LeBron isn't as tall as Joker is, but, but he's, he's just bigger and stronger. Yeah. And, and he just bodied him up and fought with him. And, and Yoke still came over after the game and hugged him. Yeah. So it wasn't like there was any animosity no. about it. It was just hard-nosed basketball. LeBron knows that, look, I got to do everything I possibly can to stop him from getting the ball. Because if he gets the ball down here, there's nothing else I can do. And a do. couple of times he got it, but he, LeBron had pushed him so high toward the free throw right. line. He, he'd go left, right, left, right. And he's not quicker than LeBron. And then you saw what happened, Skip. They started running the offense through LeBron out of the post. They did. Now, all of a sudden, he face up Aaron Gordon. Either I'm going to shoot over the top of you or, or I'm going to swing, yep. swing the ball mm-hmm. all the way, skip it, cross court. Austin Reeves knocked this down for me, bro. Yep. And that's what, and that's what we saw. But I love Russ. I, 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 hope he can, I hope he can continue to play with this kind of enthusiasm in that this, the, 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 the crowd like, okay, all right, Russ, we're we back, we back on your side now. Okay. And, and he, he actually remotely looked like he was worth $47 million last night. He was right? smiling. He was having fun. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, last quick thought. <laughs> he goes up and under with his left hand if we could see the play at the end of the game. This is vintage Russ. It's like, I am back. And he goes to, if you watch what he does, it's like, like I, I did, did that with my left, left hand. I did this with my left hand. Hey, I thought I changed to my left well, Skip, hand. Skip, you remember you the one this? in the first half where he yeah. shimmed, yeah. where he had, he had Jamal Murray at the top of the key? And, and he goes to the crowd and he says, did you see this? I did it with my left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you people booed me. You people gasped when I was going to shoot. But I just did it with my left hand. And that was sort of the final nail in Denver's coffin. Yes, yeah, he's a gladiator in the Roman Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> and the way he, he's the last gladiator in the Romans, like, applauding. Yeah. Well, we good. Okay. Laker Nation will yeah. love you if you can. We got something for Jen on Wednesday. Do you? I don't think yeah, you we do. got something for Jen on Wednesday. I, I think there's you a big fellow it, who's Shannon? got something for you. Yeah, I, want, I, want, some I want some big I'm ready. Yeah. I want some of them beignets. Okay. Cafe Domo. Beignets, you got it.
Okay. Captain, saw come on, I saw her coming. I, 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 I think she saw you coming. I saw her coming. I think you just fell right into Jen's trap. Get her every time. She exactly. Can, you know. <laughs> You're going to get it's Zion. It's going to be a bloodbath. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, guys. When we come back, we've got to take a quick break right now. But when we come back, we've got the latest from the Michigan State and Michigan scuffle oh, in the man. tunnel. I don't ugly. know if you saw yeah. this video. You can't miss it. We're going to show it to you coming up right after this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Michigan State has now suspended four players for their roles in this altercation right here. This is in the tunnel following Michigan State's loss to Michigan over the weekend. Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker says the video of his players was, quote, disturbing. Shannon, what's your reaction? I agree with Tuck. Um, they should be suspended. Um, Michigan State should have just taken that L and took their butt home. Mich you, you, you beat Michigan last year. And your place and everything, whether you, everybody was happy, or I think you probably took down the goalposts and everybody was hunky-dory, everybody was having a good time. You lost. Skip, I don't know what this, these Michigan players were thinking. Let Michigan State go. Skip, you know when you lose a game, you're not, you, you're not feeling good. And you're probably talking, yeah, we put that thump on y'all, we kicked y'all butt, yada, yada, yada. So there's a lot of chirping going back and forth. Let Michigan State go on in the tunnel. Go to their locker room, and then Michigan, hey, you go, y'all go in y'all locker room. But I don't know what made these guys think. After a team had lost, and Skip, you got to understand, now they're, not grass, they're not grown men. I understand they should have known how to behave because I'm sure they've lost before. But a lot of times when emotions are high, logic is low. He comes skipping on it. <laughs> yeah, we put, we put pussy, y'all. And poop, 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 poop. Oh, oh. What? And that's what happened. They should have been suspended. They should be. I don't got, I, I didn't, nah, nah, they just kids know. They know right from wrong. Mm. But a lot of time, uh, hold on, what's, his, what's the young man's name? Mm -hmm. uh, Jaden McBurrows. Burrows. Mm -hmm. Bro, don't put yourself in that situation. Mm. You know Michigan State is feeling some type of way. <laughs> yeah. Let them go on through the tunnel. 
go to the locker room, and then you can get in there, get on your little Snapchat or whatever you do, and you have your good time. We did what we did. You could have did what Southern was doing to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. It's about we don't care nothing about them. Yada yada, do all that talking. Yep. But don't don't put yourself in harm's way. But Skip, that that was embarrassing. Sometimes I think they take these rivalries too far. And you know, sometimes Skip is good nature. You steal my mascot, I steal your mascot. But when it comes time to, you know, you put your hands, you got to fight because you lost the game, you lost. You lost the game. You weren't fighting nobody last year when y'all was winning when Kenneth Walker ran for like 200 yards and four, five touchdowns. Everybody was having a good time. Now you catch your L and now this is the way you want to behave. You should be suspended. You should suspend you for about three or four games. Hopefully you'll learn your lesson. Okay. I'm going to go back before I launch on this, to one point that you made that I've always wondered about, especially in these older stadiums where there's a solo tunnel for both teams where you're going to two side-by-side locker rooms up the same tunnel. Yeah. You have to govern it. You have to police it. You have to control it. You have to patrol it. You have to make sure one team has exited. Go. It should be the visiting team. Yes. In this case, the losers. Just, just, there's no reason to dawdle. There's no reason to linger. Right. Just go. And right. I don't know if the Mission kids sing the fight song or just to have fun with you, interact right. with the fans. Just, it, it just takes six, seven minutes. I don't know. Right. You get, get Michigan State, get Sparty up the tunnel into their locker room and shut the door. Right. And none of this would have transpired. I agree. But if you're going to let them just sort of meander off the field up the tunnel together, well, you're, it's a very confined space in these older stadiums. Hey, Skip, and, you, and we're starting to see a, lo- a lot of it is taking place like before. You see these rivalry games, and everybody's like, I'm tougher. No, I'm tougher. And you meet that midfielder. You're meeting in the end zone. Yep. So the, the, the emotions are already high. Now, it doesn't. somebody is going to be very disappointed how this game turned out. And unfortunately, it was Michigan State. Yeah, now, but they were 21-point dogs, so the, the, it was pretty clear what was about to happen. But, and it but was Skip, 29 to 7. But you know, when you're in a rivalry, you, I got it. I you got think it. you gonna be the one that? Oh, they ain't finna beat us by no 21. We just beat them last year. You we did. were 11 and two. Skip. Mm-hmm. We went to the uh, what Peach Bowl. We mm-hmm. beat uh, Pittsburgh. Yep. And now here we are, a season later, we three and five. All right, let's deconstruct what happened to young Jaden McBurrows, who's a, a true freshman at Michigan. All right, so. I look back at his high school scouting report. He was at uh, Thomas Aquinas High School in Fort Lauderdale, which is just a football powerhouse. Yeah. And, and we've seen a lot of kids come out of yeah, there. Yeah. A lot of sons of famous players have Correct. come out of there. And I looked up, he, by the way, as a true freshman at Thomas Aquinas, he, he was on the 4 by 100 state championship team, the, the relay, relay team, team, with Pat Sertan and Anthony Schwartz. That's some speed yeah. burning right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I looked at his scouting report, and it lauded him as a, it was complimentary that that he has a brash, competitive attitude for a corner. That's obviously a even good Florida. Thing. What did you expect from okay. that that neck of the woods, Miami Lauderdale area? But he's also listed on the Michigan depth chart at five ten one six five. So he he's not a huge man at no. this point, right? No. Okay. So the video I saw, he had his helmet off. Most of the Michigan State kids had their helmets on, but yeah. one didn't because I saw, you can see it plain as day in one video, one is swinging his helmet, hitting Jaden McBurrows over the head with the yeah. helmet. Okay, to me, if we That's take this out of the football context, oh, that is assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, you go to jail. A- am I right? Yeah, you go to jail. Okay, so I know we've gone back and forth. We had the Devontae incident after the game at Kansas City, City. where he shoved the, the photographer, right? right. 
And, and you and I agreed. Well, once you leave the confines of that football field, you're fair game. You're, oh, yeah. you're, you're a civilian again. Yes, okay? absolutely. Well, in, in the confines of this tunnel, these young football players are going to have to understand that now you're not governed by football rules anymore. Right. You're, the, now the law of the land applies. Yes. So when Jim Harbaugh took his seat at the postgame media session and he said, my my kids got assaulted and it was like eight on one. It does look like it's about eight or yeah. nine on one, even though you can hear on one of the tapes that I heard. You can hear a lot of Michigan State players yelling, no, 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 because some it's it's like because they, because they know it's wrong. Skill. They just know. Yeah. you. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you don't want to be hitting some kid over his head without helmet when he doesn't have his on. Exactly. Oh, God. And and Harbaugh said there was there was a nose. Continue. I, I have no idea. I hope that the kids. OK. Right. There are a couple of kids who were involved in this. Right. But the point is, this could become a police matter. <clears throat> so Michigan State's trying to head it off at the pass. Okay, we suspend. Right. It was two defensive starters and two defensive backups that they suspended, even though it looked like there were a bunch more kids involved. Right. But the point is, if the police pursue, they've investigated, but they, if they pursue, you, you could have some criminal action right. here, mm-hmm. which, which none of us want to see, except I'm sure – Jaden McBurrow's parents are probably saying, wait a second, we want some legal action. But here. you know what I saw in the tunnel? More fight in the tunnel than I saw on the field from okay. Michigan State. Well, there you go. Where was, where, was, where was that fight when they got when they were running up and down the field on y'all? Mm. Good I, question. Skip, I, skip, I, look, I've been a college kid, and I yes, understand. I understand as an athlete when you lose and people rub it in, hang this L. What you talking about now? You, you just oh, know what yeah, happened. Yeah. You know that Jaden McBurrow's walking up the tunnel yeah. without his helmet on saying, yeah. you and you yeah, and yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah. yes, okay. yes, okay. yes. But that, that doesn't excuse. Does not. That, okay. So the first thing these colleges are going to have to do is just police this, right. protect the kids from themselves, because to your point, Emotions are running amok, man. Yeah. They're, they're off chains. Pe- yeah. it, people are ready to fight both ways. They're ready to fight. Right. They don't like each other to start with. And yet, once they're removed from this, 10 years from now, they'll look back and say, what was I thinking? It's not that big a deal. <laughs> exactly. Okay, But yes. it was a big deal in that tunnel yeah. at that moment. Because these rivalry games, Skip, they're everything. These Auburn, Alabama, yep. the Michigan, Michigan states, and, 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 and so the Florida, Florida states, or Miami. Is, Skip, it, it used to always be something. And like you said, because everybody has to walk up the same tunnel, okay, one walks up to the tunnel, walk through the tunnel and goes left, yeah. the other walks up yeah. the tunnel and goes right. Yep. Hey, how about this here? Visiting team, halftime, go. Go. After the game, just please go. It. Just, just govern it. Because it's easy. A, the, the, a home team, y'all saying y'all fight song, give them five minutes to get going. Don't be standing around because skip a lot of these kids. They played against each other. They played with each other in high school or they played against each other. So, you know, Skip, it's kind of like the NFL. Hey, man, how you doing? Such and such, you, you, you chewing the fat. And before you know it, five, six minutes done gone down. And all of a sudden, like, damn, ain't none of my teammates. I'm out here. I'm, I want an island. And so now you skipping up through the tunnel and talking crazy. And they're like, nah, bro, you're not finna talk to me. You by yourself. And then. Thank you. And the final issue that we have not addressed is the storm the field issue that we didn't have Saturday, but we see him at SEC games yeah. right and left. We saw Alabama, what happened. Alabama, Alabama player uh, looked like he has struck a female. He did. Okay. I, I despise the storm the field. I know it's part of the college experience, but you want to talk Skip, about dangerous? You remember what LeGarrette Blunt did to the uh, boy in the state? He oh, stormed the field and he pow. How? Right. They, they brag it. Yeah, we beat y'all. Y'all was supposed to be ranked and we beat y'all and then boom, that's what happened. Yeah. 
Heck, I remember Larry Bird was at Indiana State. They'd beaten Arkansas to get to the Final Four. That and, was Andy Moncrief's team. And it was. And, and all of a sudden, some kids ran all over the floor, and one ran right up to Larry Bird, and he just decked him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today, you can't really get <laughs> no, no, away no, no, with you that. Can't, you, can't, you definitely can't get away with it. Okay. You'll get sued. But, but when I see what happens all over the world, God bless those people in Seoul. But, yeah. but when I see what happens in Stampedes, I'm just worried every time I see the storm, the right. field, that there's going to be chaos and yeah. people are going to get trampled. I mean, you're going to get this, Skip, when teams that are not used to beating, I mean, you're going to get this from a Tennessee, or you're going to get yep. this from a team that doesn't beat a team that they do not expect to beat because Alabama's not storming no field. Well, I mean, what, what you storming the field? Because <laughs> you, <laughs> you've been there and done all that. I mean, yeah, why, why, you, why are you ripping yep. down goalposts? Yep. Now, you might, you know, uh, what's the tradition, the toilet paper, uh, Auburn, and yeah. you do all that stuff. But what you storming the field? Yeah, no, I, I get it. But the SEC has serious fines, they which they levied, but yeah. it doesn't seem to stop it. And then Tennessee took a, a took GoFundMe goal account. Yeah. I mean, I wish y'all yeah. would donate some money. Y'all got billions, and y'all talk about y'all want my little five, ten dollars to help y'all pay for this. That find the pay SEC. for the goal post. Oh, pay for the, the fine. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they set up a yeah. GoFundMe account. Oh God. <laughs> I say one team ain't got to worry about that. Old Vanderbilt ain't gonna turn out nothing. We storm the field often. Well, what we in after baseball games? <laughs> Y'all ain't got me the parents out there. <laughs> y'all y'all throwing folding point, chairs out on the field, huh? Correct. Though we're probably going to beat South Carolina. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I mean, so. I, think I really don't. Real Where y'all play at? We will find out. But to wrap this up, both law enforcement and the Big Ten are looking into this incident. Yeah, so we likely have not heard the no. end of this and the punishment coming down for those Michigan State players. All right, guys, let's move on. Up next, how much do Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams miss each other? Can't wait to get your thoughts on that on the other side of this break. Former Packer teammates Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams (laughs) both lost yesterday. The Packers now 3-5, and five, the Raiders 2-5 and five on the season. Rodgers barely had over 200 passing yards, plus a pick in that loss. Adams had one catch for three yards. It was a 24-zip loss to my Saints. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do these two miss each other right now? Oh, it's a 10. Um, I think sometimes, Skip, when you, you part ways, you think there's going to be better uh, the grass is green on the other side, and then you realize you get over there and you're like, damn, the grass is really not green at all. And I think Devontae is finding that out. He had a special relationship with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. At, um, at least on the field. On the field, on the yeah. field. Yeah, he had a very special relationship. Yep. And I understand that he and Derek Carr, David, Derek Carr played yeah. together at college. Yep. But Skip, that was a long time ago. There are two different people now. The league is different. The, uh, the NFL is a lot different than college. <sighs> And not, it's not necessarily that you can recreate the memories that you had in college. It probably would have been better had Devontae stayed there. I know Aaron would have loved for him to stay there. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wanted to part ways. I think he wanted Devontae to come back. But Devontae just felt that, you know what, with the uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers, I just don't want to go year to year, he retire. But the one year that you might have would have had with, with, with Aaron would have been better than what you have because you have no, he has no connection. Mm. I mean, the chemistry, the, the back shoulders, that was just automatic. To just raise up and through, throw the football where he sees off coverage, that was automatic with Aaron. Skip, it's just not there. And if you look at the look at him this season, 19th in receptions, 15th in yards, 14th in yards game, and he's fourth in touchdown passes. But you look up and you see Tyreek Hill is 39 yards from 1,000. 
You see Justin Jefferson going to get 100 yards every single week. You see Jalen Waddle getting 100 yards every single week. You see all these guys go, Cooper Cup is going to be Cooper Cup. He's going to get 15 targets a game. And he's like, hold on, wait a minute. I was the only receiver that had, me and Cooper Cup was the only receiver that had 99 ratings. Mm. Now I got like an 80 rating. So he's very, very frustrating. And Skip, the thing is, look, I understand he got paid handsomely. But, man, when you losing, I don't know how it is. I can't speak for everybody. But let me tell you about me. At one point in time, I was the highest paid tight end. It didn't mean a damn thing when we were losing ball games. Yeah. Winning. Winning is what, what did it for me. So I'm sure that, that Devontae and Aaron are not having as much fun because Aaron I'm, oof, is looking bad. Looking bad. And Devontae, one catch? Three yards? That, hold on. That's Devontae Adams. We both agreed, best receiver in football last year. One catch for three yards. Yep. Yeah, Skip. Look at Aaron now. He has 1,800 yards passing. Um, I mean, so so many guys. Guys are already over 2,000. Guys are already over, you know, 18, 19, 20. Mahomes, I think, has 21 touchdowns. Yeah, they were better. I, I don't know if they realized it at the time, Skip, but they are much better together. Than they're ever gonna be a part. Like your group, hundred. You know your group, the Beatles. Yeah, they were together, no. they, but they were much better together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, 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 don't do that. But, but you can't. Simon and Garfunkel, they're better together than apart. I know, but Simon's way better <laughs> than Garfunkel. And, you can't just. And, I look. I love Paul Simon and Paul Simon, okay. but it just sounds better when you say Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, but obviously. <laughs> Lennon and McCartney were were co-stars. That like like they were, I can't even put Devontae because he doesn't play quarterback. I well, can't put co. Him okay, I I got it. All right. So you you said it's a ten. I, I'm going to go to a hundred <laughs> because I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. It, it's it's sad to me. I'm not a big Aaron fan, but I am a Devontae fan. Yeah. But Devontae look average now. Hey, he, he, he was indefensible last year. I'm talking about indefensible. Yes. You could put three on him, and Aaron had such rapport with him, mm-hmm. such a like a soul connection. I'm, it's only on the football field. It doesn't last. It doesn't carry over off right. the field. That's why he left, I believe. Yep. That was a reason, money being probably the reason. But do you remember how many times Aaron would just – Flip it over in the direction because he just knows yeah. 17 is just going to go get yep. it. He'll go snatch it out of the sky. Yep. Remember the play against the 49ers yep. last year? He just flips it in the middle of the field, and Devontae just goes up and snatches yep. it out of the air. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he would play so strong. It, it reminded me of T.O. back in the glory days. T.O. played with rage. Yes. But but T.O. didn't have the hands that Devontae – Devontae just snatches mm-hmm. and, and, and runs with, with such power and fury – and I don't know, where did that guy go? Because he was ecstatic to reunite with his brother from college, from Fresno State. And it, it's not working. I don't know why. Because they had, a, they had a friendship that was beyond the field. It was. And I think that was, that was, the, that was the only reason, Skip, because it didn't make, it didn't make sense professional-wise. Mm-hmm. Because Derek Carr, is, no matter what you think about Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr couldn't hold a can't even get can't even be on the freeway Agreed. with Aaron Rodgers no, playing the quarterback it. position. I, I agree, but it almost feels like Derek Carr is going out of his way to show the rest of the team I'm not going to play a favor just because he's my brother. I'm not going to throw him uh, 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 the vast majority of the balls. I'm going to spread the wealth. Well, you better. Well, we, come on, one catch <laughs> for three yards and you get shut out twenty-four to nothing. 
New Orleans down there can do that to anybody because they play smart and, and they're so well coached by Dennis Allen. Yep. And th- they can take you apart. Well, look what they've been doing to Brady until he finally figured him out mid-fourth but, quarter. But Skip, right? It's games, it's games like yesterday that caused John Gruden to never love Derek mm-hmm. Carr. Yeah. There's, he always, That's true. He never he, did. He, he always, couldn't embrace him. He always, he always leave you longing. He does. I would for agree. Something. But I thought this was the something that would take him over the top because I thought the Raiders were going to be pretty good. I'm a Josh McDaniels fan as a play caller. Yes. And re- remember, they came into the game having scored the third most points in the league. Yes. And then this is inexplicably bad to get goose-egged at New Orleans, yeah. 24 to nothing. You got to play really bad on a particular Sunday to give up, Whew. to get no points. To get no points when you have what we all had acknowledged was the best receiver. In yeah. pro- you, you're kidding me. Yeah, and all of a sudden they couldn't do anything. Skip, I mean, you look at it. They had 173. They barely had 200 total yards. Josh Jacobs had gone for like what? He had three consecutive games where he rushed for more than 140 yards. Okay. And you you know like okay, they, they, the Raiders might be onto something. Uh, no, they're not onto anything. They had 183 total yards. They were five of 14 on third on third down. Yeah, but what, what, what? Come on, Derek Carr, you better than that. Better than that. And they just blown out, for what it's worth, Houston the week before 38-20, to 20, and it looked like they were back on track. And then that happened. Yes. Which brings me back to, speaking of less than 100, Aaron Rodgers went into the fourth quarter last night at Buffalo, and he hadn't even thrown for 100 yards. Yeah, he has a 70-something. Yeah, I saw that. And they, they, they faced a couple of third and longer down, like third and 12 or whatever, and, and Lafleur would just shut it down, and they would hand just hand up. off and just yeah. punt. Yeah. Okay, this is Aaron bleeping Rodgers yeah. we're talking about. And to your point, they have now lost four straight. He's plummeted to 27th in QBR and 26th of the Packers in points per game at 18 a game. Wow. Well, And, and last night there were times when he tried to move in the pocket. I, I got to tell you, he looked older than Brady at times last night in his movement. The arm talent will always be – listen, he can be – 55 years old, and he'll be throwing the football, and it'll look good. He'll right. be at the golf tournament out in Reno, Tahoe, wherever right. it is. Yeah. He'll, he'll be throwing it out on the beach, and he'll look like he can throw. Right. That's not the problem. And yet, I'll give him a break. Okay, so Lazard and Randall Cobb are out right mm-hmm. now. And then Christian Watson, the rookie, got, got concussed early in the game. Yeah. And to, uh, uh, Chris Collinsworth said during the game that he's watching Sammy Watkins and it just looked like he couldn't even get open. Like he, he couldn't run. beat the press. He can't. Okay. All right. So that's a problem. So not I will, consistently. I mean, yeah, yeah. here or there, but not consistently. Okay. I like Romeo Dobbs and I know he comes and goes. Yeah, and I know he's going to make he, mental mistakes. He's young. Okay. He's young. But the, the, the point was I'll take him over Jalen Tolbert, who's my guy who finally got a little run yesterday in the game. But, but Dobbs is He's big and he's talented. You saw the the spin two, catch that he, he made, made in the catches. end zone. Woo. Okay, that'll work. And then that Toure that they drafted later in the the draft yes. made a catch, and it was a good throw by Aaron. So we saw glimpses of it. So he he's up against it when it comes to his receiving core. But you know, you you could have all of the above. You you could put kids around Devonte. Last year, you could have put all these right. same kids around Devonte, and they'd all look great because yeah. Devonte is going to draw triple. Eyes, right. right? Yes. People all that it's it's we're seventeen. And then Aaron can throw him the ball, and he he knows he has the confidence in him that he can make a catch. Yeah. But it's it, it, I, I mean, Skip, you everybody always thinks, man, this guy could be this. No, 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 stop, stop that, stop that. 
When you play with these, unless you go into a system that's going to feed you the ball just like you left, Tyreek is Tyreek because they feed Tyreek the ball. As a matter of fact, they give Tyreek more targets than he got in, in Kansas City. They do. So he, and he's explosive. you got to play off him. So he looks like he's going to go over 2,000 yards. But if you go to a place, no matter how great you are, and they don't feature you like the place did where you left, you're going to look bad. You're and right. that's what, and Skip, you get that a lot of time in free agency. You fall in love with a guy. Well, we let this, this guy came. He had 16 sacks. Now yep. all of a sudden you dropping him in pass coverage. Yep. Now all of a sudden you doing things that he didn't do where it was there. You say, well, what happened to him? Nothing. You're not using him like he did where he was at. Yeah. They're not using Devontae <clears throat> like they did, like Green Bay did. No, they, they are not. And they cannot. And yet, in the end, I, I'm not going to try to spend a man's money, but I just believe if you put Devontae on a lie detector right here, right now, this morning, he'd say, I made a mistake. Yeah. I should have just stayed for less money. No, Green Bay offered him well, more yeah, money. It was more money. I'm Green sorry. Bay I was thinking that, that, that it was right there. No, but, Green Bay offered him more. Yeah, I, I guess. Can we trust that? Well, I, I think the thing is, Skip, I don't think there's no state taxes in Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to keep a look. He's going to keep a league. Okay. It, it go, it's going to average out. And, you know, I'm playing indoors. I'm, plus, with my, I'm, with my, I'm with my boy. Okay. I'm and, close and to my plus, family. I, you know, I don't he's know from the, Cali. Yeah, and Vegas I'm not is sure right. he'd love living in Green Bay because it's hell no. Okay. Unless you're an Eskimo. I will bet you, though, he has regrets today. <laughs> bet you. I'm sorry. Hey, hey look, my brother was there for seven I years. Know. That ain't. You I mean, know. well, you yeah. visited up there. Yeah, I yeah. sure did. Yeah. I, I played in Green and Bay. Hell no. Live there. Yeah. Not if I ain't got to. Well. Now he's got to live in Las Vegas. Bad, bad place. What happened to Vegas? I am not down with the Eskimo <laughs> lifestyle. No, thank you. <laughs> Guys, Devontae and the Raiders headed to Jacksonville next. And then the Packers, they're tied with the Bears for second in the NFC North. They have a divisional game against the Lions coming up, and that will be featured on the NFL on Fox Sunday. All right, well, up next for us here on Undisputed. All right, Skip, should the Cowboys bench Zeke and start Tony Pollard after that crazy, impressive game yesterday? Can't wait to get your thoughts. That's coming up right here on FS1. Weakness off the line. I look at the screen. I'm looking for 11. He's better than LT. 11 from heaven. My own Micah. 11 from heaven. Special. Phenomenal. Cerebral. Natural. My own Micah. 11 from heaven. Unstoppable. Change the way my cowboys play. He has with my team back on the stage. He has that rare knack. I want the quarterback. He's quick. He's fast. It's just a simple fact. Sacks and tackles. Yes, I'm doing. I want. He's getting to the football. 
like it or not. All in favor, raise your hands. My old mother, a landing from heaven. We go in the church. We gon' have confession. My old mother, a landing from heaven. Eleven from the Cowboys. Perfection. My newest addition to my jersey collection. Can you see this? Eleven from heaven. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard. Speaking of the Cowboys. Stepped in as a starter for an injured Ezekiel Elliott yesterday and had quite the day. An impressive 131 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Cowboys win 49-29 to over the Bears. Jerry Jones said that the team is not giving up on Zeke. And the Cowboys, quote, go as Zeke goes. Shannon, is there a running back controversy? Should Zeke now be the backup? No, it's just one game against a bad team. Skip, did you realize the Bears ended yesterday? Allowing the third most rush yards per game in the NFL. Oh, I know you thought. I know you thought you went you went against the 2000 Ravens. Mm. No, but you didn't. Mm. They give up a ton of yards running the football, and they right on cue. That's what they did. Skip. Tony Pollard. How long has Tony Pollard been there? Don't you think if the Cowboys thought that he was capable of doing what you want them to do, they would have expanded his role by now? How much does the owner pay the other back? You, you know this is about production. Still, to this, this day, he's the highest-paid running back in if, football. If they believe Tony Pollard could do what you believe he could do, and he's usurped, he surpassed Zeke, they'd have done moved on with Zeke. Jerry Jones is about saving money. I mean, Jerry, Jerry likes money. Yeah, he'll pay his guys. But you saw what he did with Dez when he said, well, you know what, Dez, ain't no sense we, we can get that kind of production. Mm. You got a guy on your team. You see him every day. Skip, the guy had 14 carries. 14. The backup, Malik Davis, had eight. So it just goes to show you, I believe that Zeke still has a, a prominent role in this offense. He's your hammer. Bang, bang, bang. And then let Tony Pollard get to the house after he softened it up. Mm. Yesterday, the Bears skip. that's not a real good indication of, of Tony Pollard. I'm not saying Tony Pollard is, is, is a terrible running back because I think he's a very good running back. But I think he's a – I don't think he's an every down. I think he's an accessory uh, um, back. And you need two backs now. There are very few teams that rely on – even Derrick Henry, they gave him a spell yesterday. But Derrick Henry is really the only bell cow back, Skip, that he damn near gets all the carries. Mm. Everybody else splits carries now. And you need two, sometimes maybe even three backs to do different things. So for, for me, I think to keep it the way it is, uh, the bye week came at a great time. Zeke gets an extra week to prepare. I'm glad, and I said if I was running the Cowboys, Zeke wouldn't play because he'd miss this week and then miss have the bye week to, uh, to possibly get back. But for me, Skip, no. I think you keep it the way it is. Let Zeke hammer get those third, fourth downs, goal line. Let him hammer the ball in, and then Tony Pollard stays fresh. He can give you those big explosive runs. I believe you're speaking as a Cowboy hater. I, I think you want to see Zeke back in the starting lineup because I think you're relieved when they hand the ball to 21. No, but Skip, I, I come to this. No, 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 no. It's not that. I just think the thing is when I look at Zeke, I understand what. Remember, I was ahead of the curve with you when it came to Zeke. You believe you believe Zeke that was back. As I Skip, you better run the game too long. You know when running backs lose it, they don't come back. <sighs> They're hanging on for dear life to a running back that Jerry way, way, way overpaid because he paid him for what he had done as opposed to what he will do. And it happens that way. But Skip, you got to realize when they paid him, Zeke was only 22, 23. It was, he was far from 30. And say, you know what, if I can just get me four more good years out of him, I'm good. 
he had led the NFL in yards per game, not in total yards, but yeah. yards per game because he got suspended the one year. Yeah. But he led in yards per game yeah. three straight years. Yeah. And then he went to Cabo to hold out, and he came back, and it was like he was still in Cabo running in Cabo sand. He was never quite the same after he got his money. Now, I'm, I, I don't know what goes on in kid's psyche, what he's going through. He's had some off the field, but he never looked right to me. And the only right I know is the Ohio State right, because I've never seen anything like that. He, he terrorized college football, and then he came right into pro football. And as you well know, the one position that will translate the fastest, well, it, it's almost like you can just snap your fingers, and if they can do it at a high level in college, yeah. they'll come right in. The rookie year, they will terrorize the NFL, yeah. and he did. Yeah. And he was catching it as much as he was running with yeah. it and hitting his head on the goalpost in Pittsburgh with screen passes. Yeah. And here we went, <laughs> and there we went. So the point is, I felt like I saw the future yesterday, and it wasn't 21. It, it was Tony Pollard. So, so let me ask you a question. Okay, you gave him 14 carries. How many carries do you think you can give a Tony Pollard and still get that level of production? I want to see at least 15 a game, and I'd like to see him catch a couple. He caught one ball for whatever it was. It was like 16 yards, but, but the point was that – he played receiver at Memphis. Yeah. He, he was a slot receiver. Right. So you can utilize that. Okay, so what, what does Zeke give you? What, why, why did Mike McCarthy say they're both number ones? Why did Jerry say we will still go as Zeke goes? Because he is the warrior spirit of this team. No, nobody plays harder, tries harder, yeah. plays hurt more. Yeah. He will run through brick walls, which he, he tries to do on just about every play. He runs to contact. When it comes to blitz pickup, it's not just pickup, it's blow up because he absolutely nukes people who come free on blitzes. He's smart about it and he gets low and he gets leverage and he just blows them up in the hole. Okay, there's one way to work around that, as you well know. If Tony Pollard doesn't have the sort of stomach for that, if he's not (laughs) built for that, if he just doesn't have the desire to do that, there's one other way to beat that. As soon as the blitzer comes free, the back that's to your left just flares quickly to, to your left, and you just dump it to him. You, you, just, you, you, you just throw it. You have to beat the blitz before he hits you in the right. mouth and just flare it to him because if you get him free in the flat, right. he can fly. Zeke can't fly anymore. All of a sudden, Zeke has turned into plow horse. Tony Pollard is a flat-out thoroughbred, and sometimes his speed is underestimated because Man, he can, he can really go, but he can juke. So he can run between the tackles because he, he's hard to draw a beat on because he has subtle make you miss. He's got a little bit of what Emmett used to have, that quickness in a confined space. And he runs with the authority that Emmett ran with between the tackles. So I'm saying my offense looked different yesterday because he was more explosive than Zeke was. He can hit home runs. Zeke can hit singles, really. Yeah. Maybe he can get loose down at Philly and, and he can hit a double. Like, <laughs> didn't, didn't he score from about 14 at Philly? Yeah, 17 okay. yards, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give you. But he ain't going 50 like Tony Pollard no. did on that last touchdown he run. He's not can't. doing that. So I don't know how you juggle his ego because the quarterback and he are best friends. So that's that's an issue you have to deal well, with. Well, it seems like the owner and the running back are best friends, too. Okay, okay. The, the owner and, Jer- and Jerry okay. and Zeke okay. are best uh, well, friends also. Are. I mean, I do think Jerry does consider him like a son. Yeah. Here we go again. But he also considers him like the highest paid running back in pro football. And Jerry wants bang for his buck. Well, Skippy didn't ask him, Skip. He saw 
Since Zeke got that contract, every year his production has dropped, dropped, dropped. Every year it's gone down, yards per game. Every year in a row. And he didn't go back to him to ask him to restructure. Nope. So clearly, whatever, whatever, I believe he looks at Zeke and says, Zeke is giving me more than just on the field rush yards. I like what he gives me in the locker room. I, I, I like you. the way he, he helps this team. He gets these other guys ready to go. There's, there, there's something to be said for that. And so Jerry says, I value that. Yeah, yeah, he's not giving me 14, 1,600 yards rushing skip like he did the first couple of years of his career. But there's something to be said for him being a professional, always showing up, and I really appreciate last year he was injured. He probably shouldn't have played, but he went out there and he put that aside, even though we were talking about, man, man Zeke looked like a shell of himself. He says, you know what? I'm going to go out there and help my team. I know I'm not Zeke. I know I look bad. But just me being out there means something to my team. Okay. And now he's got another sprained ligament. It's not the ACL, but it's sprained. Well, those things can linger for weeks. But he'll suck it up. He played with it the other day. He, he just kept on keeping on, right? right? Yeah. Like against Detroit. Yeah. It looked bad because it got way hyperextended yeah. when he got smashed. So the, the point is, in, in the big picture, this team feeds off of, lives off of play action. And the only way you can establish play action, I thought when, when Cooper Rush was playing, it, it, it was like he had one arm tied behind his back because they were trying to establish play action off Zeke's one-yard runs. No, nah, he was just playing with two left arms because oh, he's really he? not that good. That, now, now you saw yeah. yesterday, look at that offense, look. Yeah. That offense with, with a, a, a Cooper Rush did never go four straight possession scoring two. All the Cooper Rush did was save my bacon. Nine of Save the how many season. Times did, uh, Saved the season. How many season. times has Cooper Rush gone nine of 11 on third down? Mm. Remember, they were 32% when he was in there. Cooper Rush was stuck with Ezekiel Elliott, and he had no Dalton Schultz. No, he was stuck with a lack of talent. He's That's throwing, not Zeke's fault. That's his two fault. two rookie tight ends. Wow. And that, and guess what that, guess what, uh, uh, that guy, those huh. same guys, huh. it's, not, it's, not, it's not Dak's fault that he chose not to st- throw to Dalton Schultz. So, wait a second. So, Cooper Rush beat the two Super Bowl teams from last year, and he went up and beat the Giants on Monday night up there, and he beat Washington, which is no small achievement as you see what's Washington what's Washington won three in a row now look huh interesting that's not that's not that's not saying and it was 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter and my defense couldn't stop Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is hard to stop right okay so that's what Cooper Cooper Rush did what 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 about them three touchdowns what about them three picks that Cooper Mm -hmm. Rush did yeah what 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 role did that play his fault yeah two of them was his fault Uh -uh, he threw because he had Gallup right in the hands and it went right up out of his hands and now 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 Bradbury made a great play all right he got some (laughs) fingertips on it but it was a catchable football and the other one he just Brandon Graham just blew him up right okay all right so that that was just pinpoint accurate well, he was, and I told you it's the best game he's played in two years. Yeah. I just need that to sustain because Dak got to play the two easiest teams you could play on anybody's schedule the whole year. Back-to-back at home, you got the Lions and the Bears. And you just told me the Bears are terrible on defense. But Trust me, the Lions, did you see what Tua did to the yeah, Lions I yesterday? Did. They yeah. are the worst. And by the way, it was almost 13 to 10 lines. They were on the one yard. They were one yard away mm-hmm. from being 13 to 10 up in the fourth quarter. Man, first of all, Cooper Rush couldn't have a game like Dak had yesterday on PlayStation. Mm. Even if he's on play, even if he's on Madden, he couldn't play a game like what Dak okay. had. Okay. Well, as I tweeted, I thought Dak's statement yesterday was Cooper shush. 
He was just shushing him, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, he did. Okay, now we start with the real games. Now we get to go to Green Bay. We get to go to Minnesota. We get to play the Giants on Thanksgiving. And here we go. I need to be cold. Go. I need huh? to be cold. It's about to start, it's starting time to get cold in Green Bay right yep. at time. It's a, it'll be cold for that. So in two weeks, sure. two weeks from now, it's supposed to be about 10. Yeah. Okay, well, I need Dak Prescott to play the way you think he can play. Yeah. It'll okay. be real cold. You know, them guys ain't used to that cold weather yep. still. Aaron Rodgers lives off the Dallas Cowboys. He has owned the Dallas Cowboys. But he ain't owned nothing lately. Okay, we'll see. He ain't owned nothing. Quick point of order, gentlemen. Jerry Jones weighed in on this and said there is no running back controversy that Zeke will be the starter. You heard what he said, man. To return. <laughs> you heard we'll the man. We'll see. You never know with Jerry, right? Mm. All right, guys. Up next, why did Sean McVay keep Cooper Cup in the game yeah, late and run a Good plate question. for him yesterday? Ugh. We'll discuss that on mm. the other side of this break. With just over a minute remaining in the game of the Rams' 31-14 loss to the 49ers, Cooper Cup suffered an ankle injury. He did walk off the field on his own power. That's a good sign. Cup thinks he dodged a bullet and the injury is not serious. But Sean McVay is, quote, kicking himself for not running the ball that late in the game to preserve Cup. Shannon, jump in here. What was Sean McVay thinking? I don't know, dumb. Stan Kroenke, the owner of the, uh, of the Rams, should be kicking Sean McVay. <laughs> Skip, in a situation like that, you're down 17 with one minute. The only thing that can happen with something bad. Yep. There's not a play in the NFL. Now, maybe they changed the rules that if you're down with one minute left in the game, you score a touchdown, you get 17 points. But what did you hope to accomplish? Mm. First of all, I don't even know why he was in the game. Get his butt out of the game. Let somebody else, you got other receivers, let them hand the ball off and get off the field. Skip, I get in a situation like that, okay. Um, you need what, if you need a catch, says, okay, you know what, I need a catch. Hey, I want you to catch the ball, get down. Don't run, get down. But you in a situation. catch for what? No, but I'm just saying. Yeah, Skip, if you we, do. Yeah, okay, we, 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 we've seen situations yeah. where guys, sure. he need a catch and he's going to break the record. No, okay, all right. But this. You're down 17 points, and you're throwing the ball. Why? What do you think is going to happen? And, that you know, uh, uh, Fred Warner's just making a play on the ball. He's like, hey, I got to get this guy down. Tackle him, slides, body weight comes down his ankle. Caves up underneath him, and now he's hobbled going into next week's game against him. By Tampa. the way, Fred Warner went right over to him as soon as the game ended. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Skip, I, I, just, I just don't get I don't understand. Look, you had them giving the guy like 12, 13 targets in the game. Yep. Man, you don't put the man at risk like that, Sean McVay. I mean, I don't, I, I, Skip, this is, this is beyond me. And I just remember watching, I'm like, you just got this man hurt for a catch for eight yards, nine yards? What are you thinking, Sean McVay? Mm. I understand you're a player's coach. You want to keep all your players happy, Skip, at, hey, I'm going to give you the rock, I'm going to yada, yada, yada. But, Skip, I mean, this is your best offensive player right now. He's your best player. And you got no chance. You're already struggling. Lose him and see what happens. That, that was dumb. That was, all, that was an all-time dumb decision from Sean McVay. I like Sean McVay, but this is one of the dumbest decisions that I've seen a head coach make in a very, very long time. Okay. I concur. I'm sure Sean McVay is a nice guy off the field. I'm not a big fan of his on the field because it wasn't much more of a, than a year ago. He ran 
after Deshaun Jackson against Tom Brady. He ran all the way up the tunnel to congratulate. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like hey, it you know, in the history of professional yeah, football. Coach, you know, I like my players. I appreciate they do, do you? that. Yeah, okay. Coach McYay, as I called him. <laughs> yeah. Really laying it on sick because he, he, his ego might be bigger than – it's definitely bigger than Cooper Cup's ego. I can yeah. tell you that. I believe that Sean McVay's ego is so big – that he cares about stats as much as any receiver or running back or quarterback. Okay. I, I believe he is just enveloped in, in being able to sell himself as we were the number one offense or we led the league in touchdowns or we led the league in catches or we led in this, that, and the other. Right. He is selling himself off stats that his offense can accumulate. Right. And I believe that deep down, that's why he wanted his quarterback and his star receiver in the game with one minute and 11 seconds left down 17. It's, it's like suicidal, but he's just trying to stat pad. He wants to add up some stats because the 49ers had shut him down once again, and he wants to be able to sell. Well, I, you know, we, we finished second in offense or first in offense or whatever. Yeah. And he's he's trying to empty calorie stat pad, as, yeah. you, as you say, that Dak has been. Yeah, of course. You know, and more pro- more prominent now, the guy down in Tampa. Yeah. The, the empty yeah. calorie stat pad. Really? I don't think so. I, I think he's just trying to win a game. Uh, nah, nah, nah. And speaking of that guy down in Tampa, guess what happens next after uh, next Sunday afternoon in that late window, as they call it, that Rams 425, the Rams are at Tampa. Would you believe that it has come to this for the Rams? Would you believe the Bucs are a three-point favorite over the Rams? That's how bad the Rams are right now because the Bucs are stinking bad, yeah. right? So we have a three-and-four team in Los Angeles going to a three-and-five team in Tampa. What a difference about 10 months makes because the last time the Rams went down there, they were on the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the last time they were there, the game was tied at 27-all because Tom Brady scored 24 unanswered. I don't know how he pulled that off yeah. against Aaron Donald. I don't know how he I mean, did it. I mean, score 24 unanswered. That means you had to be down at some uh, point. Uh, interesting. But he got it all the way back, as he's wont to do, to 27 to 27. And then and what, what, what did Stafford do? Uh, it was a complete blitz breakdown. Uh, some guys got the call. Some guys didn't. Some blitz. Some didn't blitz. Well, some seems, just stood. Guess what? It seems like this year a lot of other people missing calls, too, on the I, defense. I guess so. And Cooper Cup ran right at Antoine <laughs> Winfield, Jr., the quarterback of the defense. And Antoine Winfield, I don't know. You'd think he was startled to see Cooper Cup running at him. And he let him run right by him because Cooper Cup was supposed to be a decoy on the route. Man, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I will commend Mike uh, Shanahan. He did a great job of getting us out of the ball game in situations like this. I didn't even want no empty calories. Mm. I didn't want no empty stats, Skip. Mm. They, I wanted my numbers to mean something. I wanted them to be meaningful. Skip, we down 17. I catch another three or four passes. Yeah, that look, man, look at the stat sheet. Man, Sharp had 11 catches. Mm. Yeah, but, seven, but four of them came when the game was out of hand. I want every catch, I want every yard, every touchdown to mean something. We down 17, you throwing me the ball with one minute. Why? As a matter of fact, just take a knee. True. No, but hey, I used to get mad at the defense, Skip, the defense. We in victory formation, and they teeing off on the ball. <laughs> Bruh, hold on. You had 59 minutes to tee off. Now, all of a sudden, we done told you we lined up in victory. I got my, my shoulder pads unstrapped, my helmet, my chin strap on the back of my helmet, and now y'all want to tee off. It's an unwritten rule. Yeah. Just let it be. Let it go. It's over. You lost. Yeah. Okay. So, I, Skip, I had a, we had a situation. I'll never forget. 96. Jim Sakamano told Mike. 
say Shannon needs uh, one yard to get 100. Trainer. Uh, no, he was the uh, uh, sports information guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I knew him. Yeah, knew yeah, him. yeah. Sokko. Yeah, yeah. And Sokko told Mike, yeah. I was out of the game. I was just chilling. And Mike said, hey, 84, go back in. We're going to get you 100. Okay. I'm like, okay. Be careful. So I go back in the game, run this route. And uh, Billy Musgrave, uh, I think he's, I, don't, I, I forget, he's an OC somewhere, not Skip. Yeah. And he, he was didn't in throw the it, Cowboy camp for a while. He didn't, throw, he didn't throw it to me on time. He threw it late and it got picked. Mike reamed him. I felt bad for him because I should have stayed my butt. I should have said, nah, Mike, I'm good. But you know me, a hey, 100 yard game, you know, 100, I'm going to give me a 100 yard game. But Skip, this was like, like the third quarter. Mm. It wasn't like no late in the ball game. And we, we winning, Skip. We, we beating the brakes off him. And I already had like six for 99, two touchdowns. I could have just said, you know what, Mike? Mike, I'm good. Mm. But Mike was like, you know what? Hey, 84, you've been playing hard. You told me you're going to stay healthy. I'm healthy. I'm going to get you in that 100-yard game. From that moment on, yep. if I ain't got it, I ain't got it. It is what it is. So what if you gotten hurt on that play? That, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Mm. The worst thing, the, 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 man, I felt bad because Billy Musgrave, uh, uh, he got reamed because Mike was like, do you know who, the, do you know who that is? He's the best tight end in football. Uh-huh. Give him the yeah. – man, man, I was like, hey, hey, I put my arms I'm sorry, Billy Muss. Hey, bro. Mm. It ain't that – hey, like, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, it is what it is. I say, I'm done with this. Mm. That was in 96. After that, if I ain't have it, I ain't got it. <sighs> Nothing to get me hurt because that's the first thing I, I was thinking. Like, man, at least it was an interception. What if I'd have got rolled up? What if I'd have hurt my ankle? What if I'd have twisted my knee? What if I'd have – nah, mm. forget it. I'm sure he'll be just fine when he gets to Tampa. I hope so. Yep. I can't tell. I need the quarterback to be just fine. I need the running game. Another issue. I need the running game to be just. Now, hopefully, the running game. If you can't run against Tampa, you just need to abandon your running game. That is true. Because everybody run against Tampa. Fact. (laughs) So if you can't run against Tampa, Skip, you got some real issues. And they do. Sunday was not the Rams' best day. That is. For sure, but perhaps finer moments are ahead for them when they go on the road this week. Hey, All right, guys, shots. what's ahead for us? Kyrie and his controversial social media <laughs> posts. How is it going to affect this Brooklyn Nets team that's already struggling? That's coming up on FS1. All right, Kyrie Irving doubling down. He says he is not going to stand down and does not believe he did anything wrong in promoting an anti-Semitic film on his social media accounts. That, despite Nets owner and the NBA both releasing statements condemning Irving's decision. The Nets then also released a statement saying they have no tolerance for hate speech. Shannon, a lot going on here. How is the Kyrie controversy going to impact the Nets going forward? Hell, they were already bad, Skip. I don't think I, – I personally don't think it's going to have any impact, Skip. Um, but I don't, I don't look at them after seeing five games um, – what? no, six games. I don't see them as a championship contending team. And all the issues that I raised at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. defense – um, I understand they went out and got Royce O'Neal. I understand they got uh, uh, Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. But, Skip, they don't play any defense at all. Uh, Indiana was missing two starters, Miles Turner and Aaron Neesmith. And it was on the second night of a back-to-back. Skip, the Brooklyn Nets ranked 30 in points allowed, 30th in offensive three-point percentage, 30th in rebounding, 30th in defensive rebounding, 29th in rebounds per game, 28th in second-chance points, 27th in points differential. Mm. So no matter how well you play offensively, and KD and Kyrie has been exemplary, they can't stop anybody. I mean, they let the rookie, uh, uh, Benedict uh, uh, Matherin, uh, how you Mathurin, say his name? Mathurin. Yes. Mathurin. Mm-hmm. He goes for 32. 
Halliburton had 26. Uh, Buddy Hill, 17 on 5'11'3. Damn, can you mm-hmm. do that? Isaiah Jackson yep. goes for 18. Come on, Skip. I mean, this, I understand this is another distraction that Kevin Durant, you know they're going to go to KD and ask KD about it. Which they did. And KD going to be like, hold on, bro. We ain't talking hoops. Yep. I like talking hoops. Although we're losing, I want to talk about hoops and how we get better. Yep. You asking me something about another man. Because remember, Skip, he got t- tired of ask, uh, them asking him about Kyrie in the vaccine. He's like, guys, we've already talked to Kyrie. You not, I'm not, nobody's going to change Kyrie's mind. Kyrie's mind is made up on this. You're not going to change his mind. And because you called him to the carpet on it, he's about to dig in even more now. Mm. So short of them sending him home, I don't really know what else they, what, what else can they do, Skip? That is a great question. All I know is something went really wrong with the Brooklyn Nets on, what was it, Saturday night. Yeah. Really, really wrong because they're going to turn right around and play Indiana again tonight at home. And for the record, the Nets are eight-and-a-half-point favorites, as they should be over what you could make a case for is the worst team in pro basketball right now. I know Orlando's record is a little yeah. worse, but Orlando's got a bunch of kids who can really play. Oh, Ben Carroll. He, had, he had a Carroll. rough night last night, but he yeah. did really good. Okay. So after this game, they had a players, players only and, with, the and, and with the coach. But Steve Nash called it to the media. It was a disaster. Remember, we're only six games in, and he's calling a regular season game six games in a disaster. He said – How else do you say it? I didn't see the will, didn't see the desire or the connectivity necessary to get stops and get rebounds. He's saying that they just flat out quit. That's what he's saying. They quit. Rebound is all about effort. It's just about effort. (laughs) Playing defense to me is mostly about about your heart. Yes. Do you care about it or not? Yes. Because you got to really want it because it's not fun to play defense because it takes a lot out of you, as you well know. All I know is I look at the the overall numbers, just the points per game. Kevin Durant's averaging 32 a game. That ties his career high, which he averaged during the MVP year back in 2014. Kyrie is averaging 31 points a game, and it's spectacular. Every other play, it seems like it's some highlight film, the right Harlem Globetrotter shot. Yet – Kevin's rebounds are all the way down at five. That that's pathetic. Right. That's unacceptable. He's seven feet tall, and you're I only think last year five average seven, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, seven, and his assists have fallen off to four. So it's last year average six and a half. Yeah, absolutely. So he's thirty-two five and four, and Kyrie's thirty-one five and five. It, it's not. It, it's showing you all they care about is scoring the basketball. Your turn, my turn. Your turn, my turn. Yep. The rest of it is inconsequential because they know that's what gets them paid, right? That, that's what keeps their star power high. Kyrie knows that's how he survives the onslaught against him off the floor when he's promoting a, a film based on a book that is clearly, as Rolling Stone said, it, it's venomously anti-Semitic. Well, the only way you can sort of get away with that is if you're averaging 31, 31. a game. But you can really get away with it if your team is 5-1, and one, and unfortunately it's 1-5. and five. Right. And it lost to arguably the worst team badly. When you're one in five, Skip, you bring, you remember, we, we always talk about winning massively, a lot of other issues that's going it on. It does. But you're losing. So now, people don't, Skip, people don't even want to talk about the losing record. They want to talk about what you just said. 
So he's getting a pass. That might be the best thing that he's done, Skip, is that he's created a, 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 a mirage. A hey. It's a mirage. We're not talking about they terrible. Skip, they got out rebounded by 20. I know. They're terrible. With no Miles Turner. No, I got it. I got it. That's, that's why he called it a disaster. Well, something's going to happen to Steve Nash because you know, and I know you can't fire any of those players, so you just end up firing the coach. Skip, right? I thought, I was like, man, you look at this team. Man, that's an awful big job for a team that's put together to win a championship, and this is a first-year guy. Yep. You didn't go get a proven guy? Yep. You can't tell me that deep down they weren't all discombobulated psychologically because, wait, Kyrie did what? They're talking about it in the locker room. They know the media is going to pounce all of them. Kevin's second guessing. I wanted out, and they made me stay, and look what I'm stuck with. I'm stuck with him again. I just want to know the job. No matter what the job is in America, <laughs> you can just leave and not tell your employer <laughs> and just like, I'm gone. And, and then like, well, hey, bro, wait, we got a game tonight. Wait. Oh, I took some time off mm. after a couple of days. What, where in America can you do? Forget the job. I'm not talking about the highest end job. I'm talking about an hourly job. I'm talking about I want to know the job. That you can just no, don't even don't even tell your employer. Just don't show up for work, mm. and then everything's okay. Which brings me to the conclusion here. It just seems like maybe I'm wrong about this, but it seems like Kyrie has to somehow be punished for this by a fine or some small suspension of a game or two, just for the the NBA and Joe Sy and the Nets, just to say no, you can't do that. You have stepped completely out of bounds here because. There are going to be many sponsors, endorsers, who are going to say no to this, yeah. right? They probably are as we speak. He's going to dig in even more. Yep, and he will <laughs> dig in. The Nets sitting there at 14th out of 15th, guys. Mm. All right, I got to interrupt because we have to move on and talk about Run CMC. He did mm. everything yesterday. Yeah. Certainly a wow. standout game. And what does it mean for the Panthers who traded him away? That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. Christian McCaffrey had himself a day yesterday. Let's talk about this rare hat trick in his second game as a 49er. CMC also had a passing, receiving, and rushing touchdown. San Francisco won 31-14 versus the Rams yesterday. Meanwhile, the Panthers, mm, their record worsened down to 2-6 and six after losing to the Falcons 37-34. Shannon, how much of a mistake did the Panthers make trading McCaffrey away to the 49ers. Well, Skip, the Panthers weren't going anywhere. I understand they're in a, a terrible division right now and anything can happen. P.J. Walker played well the last two games. He and that did. was a game they should have won. And we'll talk about that a little later, what yep. transpired that potentially caused them to lose that ball game. But, Skip, they weren't using him. They didn't know how to use him. He goes to a guy that's very imaginative, imaginative mm -hmm. in the running game. You look at they've had a different leading rusher. The last five years, Carlos Hyde in 17, Max Braden in 18, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Now they got a guy that can do all this. He can run it. He can catch it. Obviously, you're not going to have him throw it a, a, a lot, but he can do what these other guys couldn't do. They could, maybe they were comparable running, but Raheem Mostert can really fly. But between the tackles, C-Mac can really, can really do a great job, but he got hands. He can go catch 100 balls if he needs to in the season. So now I think this was the best thing for him, 183 yards from scrimmage, 94 rushing, 55 receiving on 27 touches, and one of four players since the merger to throw, catch, and receive for a touchdown 
a rush for a touchdown. Skip, he was he was sensational yesterday. And we but we've seen this. He's a two-time Pro Bowl player. He's a first-team All-Pro. He's been a, a pro, uh, an All-Pro at two different positions. So I'm not surprised. Nobody's surprised by this. The only thing that people wonder, can he stay healthy? If Correct. he can stay healthy, Skip, yep. the 49ers are going to be tough to deal with. That is the question. That is why I do not condemn the Carolina Panthers no. for making this trade because they got a 2-3-4 and 5 for him. And they still have a Devontae Freeman. Oh, um, Foreman. He ran for 118 yesterday. Two in a row now. He ran for 118 against Tampa. And yesterday he ran for 118 and scored three touchdowns. And Chuba had nine for 63 against Tampa and then turned his ankle so he wasn't available yesterday. Right. But, but it's a pretty good one-two you got Let's with those up. two. Why, why am I going to keep a guy on the roster? We're not going anywhere. Pay him $16 million. Pay him, okay, $8 million the rest of the contract this year when I can trade him and get value and possibly build my offense for next year. It looks like they're going to keep a lot of these guys on the defense. They're going to keep Brian Burns. They're going to keep uh, Brown. They're going to keep Chen. Yep. Uh, obviously, J.C. Horn. Mm-hmm. They, got guys, they got a nice nucleus on they the defensive do. side. So it looks like they're going to go build from an offensive standpoint. Yep. Maybe go get a, get a, get a, obviously get a quarterback yep. in the draft. Okay. Try to find a running back or, or free, see what happens in free agency. But I don't, I don't think it was a mistake the Panthers trade him. Traded him. Okay. I think it was a good decision. And, and to your point, even though C-Mac is only 26 years of age, he's in his sixth season. I, I got to say, I hate. A, I hope I'm wrong about this, but I don't think his shelf life is going to be long because even yesterday when he rams it up between the tackles, he gets hit a lot. Yeah. He is not a complete make you miss. He will try to run through contact. Yeah. And, and he was getting hit. I was wincing yesterday saying, I hope that's not it. Yeah. I hope that's not it. With, because uh, I don't think he can last. Ford Miners say, we can get just, if we could just get three more years out of him, we'd that be good. That is correct. They would be very <laughs> good. We'd be good. Nope, I agree. But, but he is, whew, he's higher collision than you think. But he's going to flourish in this offense, Skip. Yeah. They've, never had, they've, never, had a back, they've never had a back like this that can do all the things that he can do. Yeah. And with Kyle's imagination in the run game. Yep. If Jimmy, now, this was not without Debo. I agree. Christmas came early for Kyle Shanahan, that's for sure, guys. All right, we got to take a break, but we're going to delve a little further into this game when we come back. Was DJ Moore the reason the Panthers lost yesterday? Mm. That's next. All right, well, speaking of warnings, DJ Moore caught a game-tying 64-yard touchdown then committed an unsportsmanlike penalty by taking his helmet off. Carolina then misses the extra point after the penalty, and they lose to the Falcons 37-34 in OT. Shannon, how much is DJ Moore to blame for this loss? I love it. I love when players get rewarded, get exactly what they deserve for being selfish. DJ Moore had never, ever caught a touchdown in his life. Oh, wait a minute. He has. DJ Moore is a damn good receiver, but for a split second, it was all about him. Mm. Look at me. Mm. I was glad they lost because I don't like to see players get rewarded because Sip Skip had that one. You know what he's saying? Well, it didn't cost us the game. No, I need you to learn your lesson. Mm. Now, hopefully others will see this and say, you know what? I'm not going to make that same mistake, but I know who won't ever make this mistake again. Mm. That young man. Mm. So the kicker could have taken him off the hook twice and missed two very makeable kicks, obviously, and too many of these NFL games or football games. Give a 48-yard PAT is not Okay, but it's still a very makeable kick. I I get it. Psychologically, you're thinking, my God, it's twice as long Mm -hmm. as it should be. But the point is, 
Too many of these games come down to kickers yes. winning and losing, and kickers are not football players in my book. <laughs> but DJ was lucky because he actually, if you watch the video, he stopped on his route for a second, and PJ made the, the greatest. yards. It was unbelievable. The we got to go, guys. We're out of time. Great show today. Happy Halloween, everybody. We'll Have a great time tonight. <laughs>